Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The King of the Ring is serious business. A fabled history and heralded past. I cannot believe this moment right here. The King of the Ring. Kings become champions. You win the King of the Ring, you become an immediate player. And champions become legends. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Eight men on the verge of superstardom. Only one will be crowned King. Boy, a lot of emotions running high here tonight. You see the trouble with me is still number one in the UK singles charts. Gladiator, the one with Russell Crowe, not the one with Wolf, is still top of the UK box office. And Omnicron, the Nomad Soul, didn't sell very well, so we sometimes call it the Omni Shambles. It's the <laughs> hot game of this week. And yes, those are the same crap, boring, dull, untopical, undiscussable things from last week. It's not my fault. We can't change boredom. Omnicron? However, isn't that the bad guy from Transformers the movie? <laughs> that is the joke I made last week. Not even bothered, mate. We're doing our bit for recycling. Are you? <laughs> we can't change what is in the charts in the year of law 2000 back in the day. But what we can change right here and the Coldaholic Smackdown review for this watch-along edition of King of the Ring 2000 is change it up and make it slightly more interesting. 
So not only will you be listening to the dulcet tones of Mr. Tom Campbell. Hello. And myself, who you have to say nice things about because it's my birthday, Mafu. Mm -hmm. But we also have the mini boss of the EWO himself, <laughs> Mr. Andrew. Oh, what a, what an introduction. Thank Ed you so much. Editor Andrew joins us for the first time on in podcast form. Now, if you're wondering what the crack is, maybe you've not been paying attention like an idiot. So yeah. Editor Andrew, um, he lives with us on Mondays. On well, Basically, Editor Andrew, anything, that, anything funny that happens on the news or graded from myself is only funny because it's Andrew doing the edit. Because I'll send Andrew a whole ream of things going, I've got this funny skit. Bear with me, mate. I know it's eight <laughs> in the morning, but shut up and listen. And God love him. He brings it to life. He has become a force of nature unto himself. Uh, by doing our Mondays on Twitch.tv slash Cultaholic, doing his head for the doing his bit for the moisturised head community, <laughs> he's popped up on Triple Jump over the weekend. He is he is basically uh, the the flavour of the decade. Of course, we have to have him on. Uh, Andrew, how the devil are you, sir? Oh, I'm very. Uh, thank you so much. First of all, first and foremost, thank you for that introduction right there. That was lovely. Um, and I'm doing I'm doing very well. I'm very I'm very excited to be. Here with you guys, as, as as everybody knows, you are the you are the funny wrestling boys, and, and it's just nice it's just nice to be here and and get asked as well. Thank you very much for asking me to come on. Well, me and Matthew went. There's a list of people who we'd love on, and you're on it. I won't. It's, it's rude to say where, <laughs> but you're definitely. Oh. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. Look, you're on the list, and that's all that matters. <laughs> that's all that matters, exactly. That's 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 all that matters. So, so I know I'm just very thankful. So, thank you. I you're on get several in... of my lists, Andrew. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Wait, oh, no. <laughs> I want to get into, like, we've got a watch long to get to, but there's two bits of admin that we need to do. Uh, one of them is to introduce uh, Andrew, who we'll find out more about over the next couple of hours. Um, but the other bit of admin that we need to do is, as alluded to, it's somebody's birthday today! Woo! It is indeed, isn't it, Mr. Matthew Greggles? It is. It's just like when you're at a restaurant and suddenly everyone comes around with little sparklers <laughs> and makes strangers sing happy birthday. <laughs> Close! Because, oh, Matthew God. Greg, this is your life! <gasps> Here is a very special tribute to my friend, Mr. Matthew Greg. A little <laughs> biography of the life and times of the birthday boy. Born Matthew Waddington Gregory in the late 1900s. <laughs> The man we know and love as Miffy Greggles started life as a farmhand in the Valley of Dover. Which is weird, as there's no valley in Dover, there's no farm there, and during his formative years, Maff didn't have any hands. There are many sounds in Maff's younger years that, that take him back to wonderful places. The family rooster breaking in the new day. Not the wrestlers. The whistle of the wind in the woods during one of his many rambles through the forest. And the WrestleMania 2000 soundtrack that he played loud in his headphones whilst his mum and stepdad were banging. One day, <laughs> one day, whilst out walking with Petra, the family St. Bernard, Matthew spotted something that changed his life. It was the Life Changer 2000. He was transported via the life changer to the north of England, where he lived life as a northerner in a place called Bishop Auckland. 
formerly called Bishop Awkward, as it's where men of the cloth went to practice chat-up lines. When they left, the name was changed to something a bit more palatable, but they liked to keep the bishop in there, don't we all? It was there where he met a wrestler called Giant Haystacks. They became firm friends, occasional lovers, and co-owners of a lockup in Jesmond Dean. One day, Haystacks was moving some boxes of ham and cheese Pop-Tarts when he fell over a bit. Matthew, who was testing the video camera on his new JVC, caught the moment in its entirety and said, why did I put the Mega Man soundtrack over the top of this and upload it to the internet? What's the internet? said Giant Haystacks. And after Matthew invented the internet, Botchamania was born. A website viewed up to, by up to 12 people in some weeks. <laughs> it's also become the number one trend on X videos and strangely has never slowed down my stroke. So we wish Matthew Gregg a happy birthday. If the Dalai Lama says your name, you've done something right. If Matthew Gregg says your name, you've probably screwed up a wrestling move. Happy birthday, Matthew Gregg. <laughs> happy birthday, Matthew. Well, I can't sue him for slander. <laughs> <laughs> How old are you today, birthday boy? Uh, 33. Ah, oh, plus the VAT. That's lovely, mate. <laughs> That's Is right. It, aren't lockdown birthdays weird? They certainly are. And it's funny, earlier this year, my friends were talking about, like, oh, it's proper crap, this, having a birthday during lockdown. Can't be mates. And I was going, oh, you, there's people out of work and lives ruined and everything. And you're thinking about yourself. What, how, what a selfish person you are to be thinking like that because your birthday. Huh. And then it's my birthday. I'm like, it's proper crap, this. <laughs> <laughs> we had some light in the at the end of the tunnel because there, because COVID has agreed to take a week off around Christmas. Mm. Yeah, the armistice. <laughs> We're going to play football <laughs> with COVID over the trenches on Christmas Day. <laughs> but are you having a lovely day, though, friend? Every time I'm doing something with you, Tom, it's a lovely day. And you're doing it with Andrew today as well. It's, in, it's an even lovelier day than oh, usual. Oh, stop it. It's an audible, it. audible menage a trois, if you will. <laughs> so we're I mean, go... it is my birthday, Tom. <laughs> you lucky boy. I'm not wearing trousers just for this occasion <laughs> and other occasions. We are travelling back to the year 2000. We are going to do a watch-along of King of the Ring. Andrew, what was your, um, your wrestling fandom like? I mean, when did you get into wrestling? Um, so I probably got into wrestling about uh, about 1999-ish. I must have been like six or seven. Um, around about, I think I, oh, actually, no, sorry, a little bit later. So I got the WrestleMania 2000 VHS from my cousin. He was like, here you go, pass this down. It was like the Holy Grail. I'm like, what, what, what's this? It was like a VHS of WrestleMania 2000 and then Raw, like the best of Raw or something like that. And um, I popped that VHS into in, into little old, you know, the TVs with the VHS things all combined together, popped it in yes. there, and uh, I blown away. Like, the first thing that blew me away was the triangle ladder match um, with the Dudleys, the Hardys, and Edge and Christian, and I was just, like, I was hooked from there. I watched that video so much that it got chewed up inside the TV VHS thing, and, and it just broke the TV, so, yeah. No. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Dad tried to get it out with a knife, and I just wrecked everything. And then I tried to, <laughs> and then my dad was like, "Don't worry. We'll get like a, so 
we had a Toy Story VHS as well, obviously. Everybody's got them back in the oh, day. Yeah. And my dad was like, we'll peel off. We'll peel off the sticker um, and we'll swap the stickers around on the VHS tapes so you can just put, like, the Toy Story one in place of the WrestleMania one when you give it back to your cousin. No one's going to know. <laughs> no one's going to know. It's going to be fine. So we, just, so, so we just did that and give it him back. And to this day... He's not said anything, so whether he knows or not, I mean, I, I, I guess we'll find out at some point. <laughs> that's amazing. That's a bombshell to drop at the start. Uh, well, and that's a genuine story as well. That's not even. That's not oh. just me making that up. That's no, I believe that's you. That's true. I, be yeah. I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> Math. So we, yeah, we have a criminal on our hands. I'm what a criminal! Like what a what a person! What? So what, what an array of emotions going through your head when you get your video back and go, that bastard! He's taped over my <laughs> wrestling. WrestleMania yeah, two thousand has got oh Toy Story. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the emotions, right? You wouldn't be like, oh, this is. I want to watch that massive hardcore match, like where they're all swap the belts going like every two seconds. No, you're there. You got Woody and Buzz as your mates. You're, you're fine, aren't you? You're not gonna complain about that. Or is it a case of your wrestling memories are twisted? So that kid grew up and went, oh, I love WrestleMania 2000. My favorite bit was when Woody turned heel on Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> Ruined forever. Well, thankfully, we're going to be watching this via the power of the WWF network, uh, as opposed to on a, on a VHS that can get stuck in it. Now, Math, do you remember the first oh. time that you watched King of the Ring 2000? Never mind. We're missing a break here by going... Watching this for five seconds, then just doing a live watch along of Toy Story. <laughs> yeah. Save that for another day, I guess. <laughs> if you want the full Andrew experience, start watching this and then just pause it and then just stick Toy Story <laughs> on. <laughs> That's how we do it. Math, when did you watch King of the Rings? Do you remember watching this first time round? No, this would have been one that I missed out somehow. I only saw it much on uh, in my life after I read the reviews that were the feeling at the time was. I can't believe that WWF would bring in Guerrero. Uh, uh, sorry, well, obviously no spoilers, but they bring in the top name talents and have them lose in the first round. I wanted Super J Cup. <laughs> and I want to see how well that's aged. Um, that, that's the interesting thing I'm going to be looking forward to because that is very fascinating how the uh, the waves of snark and smark, I guess, snarky smarks, smarky smarks, have changed over the years. But at the time, that's what it was. But so much has changed uh, now that, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the Crash Holly Bull Buchanan match. <laughs> oh, so good. Because our frames of reference have changed because of, of this podcast. Like the, the people that we hold in such high esteem. Like I was never this invested in Bull Buchanan and Test and the British Bulldog until I started doing this podcast with you, Matthew. <laughs> Oh, well, Andrew has that to look forward to. Um, before we start, though, we do need to ask the important question. Um, uh, where are you from? Where's your accent from? Um, I'm from Yorkshire, a little town uh, called Skipton in North Yorkshire. Right. That's so North that's Yorkshire like... accent. Fantastic. Yes. We can make a note of that when we butcher it later on. That's fine. <laughs> that I think I butcher it, and, and it's my accent. So. Fantastic. So. I sound like it. It makes me sound like a moron, right? It just does. But then, but then I think to myself, well, it's good because you are a moron. So it's like it goes hand in hand, really, you know. But I can't, you can't say like fancy words like, uh, like 
I don't know, onomatopoeia. I just make it sound horrible, don't I? <laughs> you make it sound suddenly very relatable. You make, <laughs> you make it sound like a Pokemon. Oh, that Pokemon. Oh, I can't say big words. Look. Oh, I can't think of any. Well, that proved your point then. Huh? Well, exactly. <laughs> there you go, you see. But you know what? You're telling me that you're one of the few people in life that people have the exact expectations of when they talk to you. That's a rare thing. Mm. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I like wow, that. you've met all of my expectations, Andrew. Fantastic. And we're 13 well, I'm, I'm minutes glad. in. <laughs> and we're 13 Whoa. minutes in, and you don't know anything about wrestling. Fantastic. Not at all. Only Whoa. here at Cultaholic will you find this level of quality. <laughs> this is the this is the content everyone obviously signs up for, right? It certainly right? is. It certainly yeah. is. And yeah, it's today. also what they sign off for as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, if they they've had they've had time to sign off, they're not. They're still here, so therefore they're here to watch King of the Ring 2000 with us, lads. And we are going to give you a second, if you are watching at home, to head over to the WWE Network and head to the year 2000 and click on King of the Ring 2000. It's the one with the big sword. In the, in the picture, so you can't miss it. We'll give you a second to do that oh, right now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. There you are. <laughs> Hopefully you paused. Otherwise, that's weird. Okay, we are going to hit play all at the same time, and we're going to offer you an alternative commentary to King of the Ring 2000. Matthew Greg, birthday boy Greggles, are you ready? I certainly am. New boy Andrew, editor Andrew Yorkshire Proud, are you ready? Yes, sir. On go, we are going to watch King of the Ring 2000. So in three, a two, a one, go. This is a very 2000 intro. Andrew, this is the getting you hyped, getting you hyped, hyped, hyped. Like... Western, but one, one, obey, obey, <laughs> obey. <laughs> obey the crab. <laughs> That's a very old internet meme, wasn't it? Obey the crab. Do you remember that one? I don't even know that one. Oh, oh that the one. Crab. That's, that's a long time ago. Okay. But never mind that. I like the fact that it's like, 
In ye olden times, the black and white filter of 1993. Oh, and that's Andrew, the, that's the a... year I was born. That oh, was a oh long Christ. time ago. I was going to say, do you know, out of interest, getting an idea of um, your wrestling knowledge, who the first mm -hmm. King of the Ring was on pay-per-view? When it was. No, uh, I don't... who the first one was. Um, uh, Jeff Hardy. That's fantastic. There we go. Just on. Test, test the test, test the waters. It was definitely Jeff Hardy. And from from Matthew, the rules of this podcast is if we ask Andrew a question, whatever answer he gives, we have to retcon it. So that is right. So <laughs> Jeff right, Hardy did win King of the Ring. Jeff Hardy, yes. King of the Ring. He the was first holding, one. He was holding the doors open for people as they came out and decided just to 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 punch. Bret Hart in the face as he walked out, <laughs> yeah. ran to the ring and oh, sorry, Bam sorry to interrupt Bam you. There's there's uh, there's Kane and the Rock making out in the shower. That <laughs> <laughs> was quite a hot, <laughs> sexy scene. I forgot they couldn't do that now. <laughs> PG PG wrestling. I tell you, Kane can't even call himself British. I'll get him told off. Subway, and, uh, the way a sandwich should be. Ironic because this is the year that Subway has been declassified as a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's a cake now, it's right? Cake. Is it a it's cake? Technically a cake. The high, yeah. Is it the, the sugar content makes it more akin to a cake than a sandwich? Mm. <laughs> I mean, whatever it is, it's delicious. I don't really mind what it is. You could have got you one of them for your birthday, Matthew. Oh, birthday cake. That oh, that would have been such a beautifully snarky thing to put on the internet. I've got a birthday <laughs> yeah. cake and it's a Subway sandwich with candles in it. Tom's writing that down for his birthday so he can trend on Twitter again. <laughs> as long as I put the Muppets in it, we're fine. God, and that was a silly Fleet day. Center. It was. Well done, Tom. Thanks, I'm very man. proud of you. Uh, 17,500 people here, by the way, at the Fleet Center in Ooh. Boston, Mass. Yeah, the WF was very hot during this time. Talking about the hottest time in terms of on-screen products and the ratings and crowd-wise and everything else. It's nothing but plain sailing up until sometime next year. So, Oh, XFL sign. Thank you very much. Well, there's, there's one negative. <laughs> It's funny because it's next year as as they enter what arguably should have been the biggest growth period in company history is when it absolutely tanks. Mm. You couldn't predict it. Uh, and this is Rikishi Fatu, who has only just won the IC title on SmackDown. We defeated Chris Benoit because Chris Benoit. Uh, have you heard of Chris Benoit, by the way? <laughs> who, me? Yes. N never. No. <laughs> no. Can you give me a quick overview of who who this gentleman is? Oh, he's a little known wrestler. He's not. Uh, he didn't do much. Uh, he retired quietly and um, mm. now lives in a farm in Kansas with some sheep. Uh, <laughs> so as we get set for Chris Benoit versus Rikishi to kick off King of the Ring 2000, just want to remind you that if you head over to cultaholic.com forward slash audible, you can get yourselves more great wrestling stories. Not told by a couple of yahoos from Cultaholic. In particular, I can point you in the direction of the death of WCW by R.D. Reynolds and Brian Alvarez. The amazing story of the rise and the plummet of World Championship Wrestling. You can get it in audiobook form for absolutely free. Go to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. You can select from that book or many other great wrestling titles, as well as thousands of books from Audible. 
if you sign up to a free 30-day trial. If you choose after those 30 days that Audible is not for you, if you don't like access to thousands of amazing books of every genre, you can cancel for absolutely free. But as a thank you from us here at Cultaholic, you can keep the wrestling book that you choose. So you can pick up the death of WCW in audiobook form. And if you choose not to keep Cultaholic, that's fine. You can carry on reading and enjoying the downward slide of World Championship Wrestling. Find out more by going to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. And now back to the classic King of the Ring 2000 watch along. The mega, what were they called? The friend, the friendly gang, the Undertaker's backstage <laughs> assortment of chums, the friendly chums. They call themselves the Lunch Bunch. <laughs> they every day for some hoagies and subways and. Mm. <laughs> and after the meeting was finished, and like you know, the thing would go. Like, all right, time to return to work. They'll put their fist in the middle and go, Lunch Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> lunch Bunch sandwiches activate. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, Andrew. Just yes. to let you know, uh, to win a wrestling match, you can. Uh, there's a b- bunch of ways. Oh bloody hell! Um, you can uh, uh, pin your opponent to the mat for three seconds. Yeah. Uh, you can like with submit. actual pins, like sewing pins. You pin. Yeah, yeah. You pin Every them time down the referee way. puts his hand down, he's actually got um, a drawing pin and he's shoving wow. it in the mat wow. to in- indicate the uh, the pin. That's where pins and needles comes from. Ah, that's right. Because right now they're walking. Yeah, yeah, he's walking on pins and needles because oh, there's so my... many pins. Um, oh, there will be later on. The main event, you're going to be able to see that whiteness. Mm. It's gonna, it's gonna look like a plasterer's radio. So you can, so, you, <laughs> so God. you can, um, so as you can see from this Benoit and Rikishi match, you can win a match via pinfall submission or just have Johnny Nitro replace you. Oh, like, oh, all, all acceptable ways of, of winning a match. I got that joke, Andrew. It's all right. <laughs> That was a nice Chris Benoit joke. Well done, Tom. Thanks. Man. <laughs> I, do, I I get that. I do, uh, do. I get the. Yeah, I get that one. I know that one. I know that one from the from the ECWs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. It was, yes. Yeah. It was ECW. That's it was right. ECW. ECW was also in that match. Yes. Um, <laughs> so right now, the King of the Ring tournament. By this point, an annual tradition since '93 on pay per view. When they realized that there's too big a gap between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. So they shoved in King of the Ring as a pay-per-view. And it's uh, ideally the guy who wins King of the Ring has gotten some sort of push. And it was, oh, which year was it? I forget. Actually, it's on and off again, right? If you won King of the Ring, you'd get a world title shot at SummerSlam. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they don't. Billy Gunn got one against The Rock. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He had a match with The Rock where he made him kiss a fat woman's ass. <laughs> That's correct. That was the that prize was for King of the Ring that year. That's right. I'm a great historian right now. And uh, <laughs> so this year, there's eight people. So it's a one-night tournament. There will be other matches on the show. Uh, but right now, this is the quarterfinal match. Uh, Chris Benoit is the undefeated WCW World Heavyweight Champion after leaving with his <laughs> after leaving with three of his mates and saying goodbye to two of his other mates who he wasn't that big a friend with uh, to come to WWF. And Rikishi Samoan. There you go. That that pretty much brings you up to speed. <laughs> oh dear! Oh, oh dear. well, that Chris was fast. And that, now here's here's another little factoid. So this so we're in the midst of the King of the Ring. This is a a quarterfinal match in the King of the Ring. It is the it has the the honor of being the biggest yet the shortest King of the Ring in history. Do you know ah. how that works? I'll tell you how that works. So. 
It's the biggest in the sense that 32 people started this tournament, but not one match in the tournament goes over 10 minutes. <laughs> At no point, either from the from the opening round to the final, no match goes over 10 minutes. Is that because Chris Benoit comes out and hits everybody with a chair? Like, That's how the tournament works. Yeah. Aye. You wrestle till Benoit <laughs> hits you with a chair. Yeah, he absolutely <laughs> murdered this tournament. Um, so oh, the reason no. why I'm this so glad he's out of the tournament now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, right. Get him on out, round. Um, get on like a system. <laughs> it should have. How great would have that been if he'd done that onto his ass and then he just jumped back up on the top? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather Slaughter would have stepped in and stopped him. Come on, Slaughter, former champ. You're the former WWF champion. Have him. S- Sonny WF has portal physics. And he just <laughs> like, oh, see you tomorrow. And he oh. goes all the way out the arena. Yeah, Ricky, she opens a portal and he comes out. He comes flying out of the, the WWF production truck. <laughs> yeah, he, he opens up with a brown hole. And uh, <laughs> that the reason why Chris Benoit was a bastard there, attack Rikishi, was because Rikishi took the title off him on SmackDown. So Benoit has gone, grr, me no care about King the Ring. Me, me no likey Rikishi. <laughs> and uh, now Rikishi has to carry on the next round. Ra- oh, that's a big bruise. Oh, that is a big bruise. I've got a fun yeah. fact about Rikishi to to drop on you later on tonight. I've got a few about the other guy as well. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> There's Linda being animated. <laughs> that's actually, this, this, that wasn't a pause. That was the yeah, Linda was interview her. in progress. <laughs> oh, Kane. She's very upset. <laughs> what were the whole... <laughs> Michael <laughs> I like Matthew's been really informative so far, actually. This is more most informative I think you've ever been on the podcast, Matt. Well, usually the other person knows what's happening. So, um, <laughs> Andrew, these are the bosses. But Vince McMahon that... is the last boss. He's Shang Tsung. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Triple H is Goro. He's the fighting champion. Okay. And Shane McMahon is a uh, pain in the ass, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. And Stephanie McMahon killed a snake to wear that outfit. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> she wrestled a snake on SmackDown. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I missed that one. <laughs> uh, like I said, the WF was amazing during this period because it have lots of little backstage segments here, made it the male soap opera. So the main event is Triple H defending his world title in a six-man tag where he can oh, lose rem- the yeah. title if he's pit- Oh, you remember that? Oh, okay. Cool. I remember this. I do remember this one. It's like, is it the Brothers of Destruction and The Rock? That's yeah. right, Andrew. That's the one. I remember that one. That's that's the that's our main event tonight. They've all got to get on, but it's the whole will they yeah. get along? And this uh, this is the reason why Chris Benoit has Diddler on his tights there because he attacked Rikishi. Because <laughs> his name was the Diddler Dis Benoit. That's right. He's a Diddler, and Jack the Jobber likes saying Diddler uh, when he's not beating Owen in a travesty of justice <laughs> at Survivor Series 2020. I the one, bastard. I for one Awful am delighted. Outcome. Awful outcome. Why? EW awful life. Because <laughs> I was on Jack's team. Oh, I noticed that. I was very happy to see what looked like the entirety of Cultaholics wrestling section. Also, Andrew from Triple Jump, because there just wasn't enough people. And I'm sat home <laughs> <laughs> eating my pasta going, huh? <laughs> who do you think will win between Team uh, Owen and Team Jack? Now, and I hope it ends in a double count. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we nearly, got ha- we nearly got hats on for Team Jack trending. We've got it trending in a small part of Gateshead. No, no, I'm Owen on and Jack off. <laughs> <laughs> That's because, Andrew, there is natural heat, Guatemalan-ness, if you will, Ooh. between Matthew and Jack. 
<laughs> oh, is there now? Oh. I think there it's, is. Uh, Red, well, Reddit seems it. to think so. So <laughs> <laughs> who am I to question it? Yeah, were those two people in the uh, the in the drama who they hate each other and then they like have a yelling match at one another and then they just end up kissing? <laughs> <laughs> Why are those guys dressed? Oh, it's Bob. You see that uh, the people in the crowd there with the shirts with the little bow ties and the uh, straps? Uh, that was there was a Bob Backlund for president. Yes. <laughs> God, I forgot about them. Bob Backlund was a former WWWWWF champion. Back in the day, he came back in 94 for a completely unexpectedly great run and shown up this year to not do a lot, to be honest with you, just bother Kurt <laughs> Angle. But his gimmick was he allegedly, and I've already seen people talk about this, I've not seen anyone do it in real life. He would only sign autographs for people if they could name every American president in order. What? <laughs> so... But he's a wrestler, so I'm sure if you went, all right, yeah, you know, Abraham Lincoln, Obama, here's $10, give me a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a, they're all carnies at heart. Yeah. Um, Andrew, who's, when, so take us back then. So you watched WrestleMania 2000, you fell in mm-hmm. love with the Triangle Ladder match, you broke the video, and you gave your, your cousin <laughs> Toy Story back. Um, <laughs> who, was, who was a wrestler that stood out to you that, that would you say was your first favorite? Probably, uh, I mean, it's going to sound very cliched but i think undertaker undertaker was just the larger than life character undertaker and kane like just blew me away and um i remember just being infatuated with them and my mum was there watching me be just my eyes glued to the screen she's going it's not real you know it's not real to a like a seven-year-old kid like what's going on but mum He's making flames come out at turnbuckles and stuff. That's real, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, my dad was like, oh, don't, don't, listen, don't listen to her. Don't listen to her. It's, like, it's all good stuff. But um, yeah, no, Undertaker and Kane just uh, just used to blow me away so much. Wait, wait, your, just... your dad would say, oh, don't listen to her, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, because he still son. says that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your, your Uncle Graham used to make flames burst out at turnbuckle. <laughs> Sort with all eyes. That's great that having parents who are like, oh, it's all real. Like, Don't be stupid. You're telling me that's, that's fake. That is Kane makes the flames appear. <laughs> Can't fake that. How, I, I see, my, my folks were, are they all right with it? But I think they were still confused as to why at the age of 16, when this was on, I was still watching it. Mm. Like they were, con- I think because I dipped away for a while and then came back, and they're like, "Why are you watching this again?" Like they never really got it. But I think I was I was chatting to them last night on the phone, and like they thought the radio career was was wouldn't happen. Not out of like spite. It's just like it's a difficult thing to get into, and we, me and your mum can't help you. And mm. I did. And then they went, and now bloody hell, you're not doing that. And now they're paying you to talk about wrestling. <laughs> bloody hell! Yeah. Like my dad's, my dad is both like horrified and really proud because <laughs> I found a way to pay the bills by talking about wrestling. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my dad sometimes do that and I see it when he gets that little look in his eye where he's like, um, oh, son, I, I don't get it. I'm like, it's all right, dad. <laughs> no, but son, really? I mean, I mean, and it'll, it'll, be, it'll be quiet. Uh, usually he'll figure out by himself or he'll go, son, I just, why wrestling? He goes, Dad, wrestling's the reason why you bought that car. <laughs> <laughs> I let him some money. And uh, then that, that really shuts him up. Uh, <laughs> like how Val Venus is shutting up Eddie Guerrero in this match. Uh, and if at least if there's nothing else, I think people, 
the joy of watching SmackDown, uh, all the episodes of SmackDown building up to this, is the fact that we get to see how this ended up being the tournament that it was. And I thought we might end up enjoying it a lot more than people did at the time. Because there's a lot of storylines intermingling in this. It's a bit like Game of Thrones. Um, and since that Val Venus is in the middle of getting a, a new push, that probably wasn't right for him, but still they're trying with him. Eddie in China are a thing, where Eddie Grow is getting a huge push because everyone loved Latino heat. And yeah, it makes a lot more sense to have all these little angles and storylines intermingle than just having Grr, Benoit and Guerrero go 20 minutes. Grr, Dragon Suplex. Um, yeah, so I thought, sorry, I thought I'd be the person who explains stuff and I realise how boring I I sound like the owl from Ocarina of Time. I, I like it. <laughs> it, could be, it could be worse. It could be Navi. Just going, hey! That's yeah. very true. Hey, hey, stop having banter. Stop having banter and set the scene about your parents. It's, you know, <laughs> Val, Val Venus is wrestling. <laughs> I, I had a lovely chat with my dad last night when it comes to wrestling because I had a long conversation with my dad over the phone about The Undertaker's episode of Hot Ones. Oh, my dad watched oh. it and he went, hey, he's bloody good, isn't he? He bloody, no bother. He didn't even drink the milk. But he, he, said, <laughs> he, said, he said, he said, the F chef, he drank the milk. And I was like, I just think for a second. You mean Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> the F chef. The F chef. The That's F a chef. great name. That's amazing. <laughs> but whenever, the F chef. Whenever my dad chats, we chat about wrestling, the opening gambit from my dad is he'll always go, how's The Undertaker doing? And then he'll go, hey, how are the Bushwhackers doing? He'll always mention the Bushwhackers. And I got really excited this week because I, I, I found Bushwhacker Luke on Twitter and I found his email. So I have spoiler. I don't know whether anything will come of this. I have reached out to Bushwhacker Luke to do Desert Island Craps. Oh, wow. <laughs> just And literally, just to pop my dad. Just to pop my dad <laughs> and nothing else. Just using my, using using the, the powers I've got just to pop my dad. <laughs> That's lovely. Just so, just so Luke, just so Bushwhacker, just so Bushwhacker Luke can go, how you doing, Gary? I'm doing all right, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, there's a wrestling match happening. And it's not a bad one. It's all it's right. It's not a bad one. But never mind that. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to get Bushwhacker Luke. Oh, fantastic, Tom. And we're going to do a watch along of <laughs> SummerSlam 2000. <laughs> That's a great idea. <laughs> It'll be me, you, Andrew, Bushwhacker Luke, <laughs> Ben Potter, Whoa! Stevie Richards. What a combo. There'll be more people. Be more people watching it on the podcast than actually download it. Oh. <laughs> My plan is that the next time we do this pay per view, I want to get everyone from the Fleet Center that night on the call to, <laughs> to watch along with us. That's the plan. This is um, post porn star Valvidas, which is weird because he still dresses a bit like a porn star, but they're they're downgrading the the porn star shtick, and now he's just like ang angry boy. That hangs around with Trish Stratus. Oh, <laughs> let's not undersell his... that. Yeah, Andrew, this 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 guy's character was that he would have sex with uh, a wrestler's sister, mother, valet, whatever, and <laughs> then they'd be like, "Oh, I'm gonna punch you in the face because of it," and um, and he'd show these tapes on Raw and be like, Ugh. "I can't <laughs> no, remember." I, I thought you were gonna continue then. <laughs> I was like, uh, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, I'm I trying to think of I, some of the little puns he would do, but his whole shit for years <laughs> was, you know. <laughs> You know, I'm in Chicago, <laughs> the Windy City, but when I'm here, <laughs> it also blows, you know, that type of <laughs> shit. So he's dropped that, and people aren't really taking him to coming out and going, I'm going to beat you up, 
<laughs> it's like, all right. So, um. <laughs> you just like, you just, it's like someone says, oh, do you want oh, some. Lama High Stroll. Nice cradle. Do you oh, want like oh, some oh. Summer Fruits Robinson squash? Yeah, that'd be lovely. Thanks. Oh, I'll make you some now, but we haven't got any squash. So it's just water. That's what <laughs> we've got with Alfie. Yes. All happy meal and no toy. <laughs> <laughs> we eat the toy out of sheer despair. Like fantastic. I mean, I'm I'm serious porn star. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Who's John um, Matt? Is what I want to know because apparently he's he's a puppet. He's a puppet. Other <laughs> um, question I have to ask, Mr. Andrew, is this match yes. happens? I have nothing else to talk about because Eddie Guerrero sadly passed I'm away. John in, Matt. No worries. Valvina, <laughs> uh, sorry, Eddie Guerrero sadly passed away in 05 and people just wish Val was dead. Um, so instead of that, Andrew. What was the first wrestling video game you played? Oh, Ooh, that's a that's a really good question. I think it was probably either WWF Raw or At- Attitude on PS One. Um, uh, it was I, I it, again. It was my cousin who's now got Toy Story instead of WrestleMania Two Thousand. Um, <laughs> he had a PlayStation, and uh, he'd let me borrow his games and stuff. And I remember taking it home, and I knew. I had no idea how to play it. I had no idea how to do the grapples and stuff. But I was yeah. just like, this is so cool because I get to play as Goldust, just beating up Hunter Hearst Helmsley. I was so happy. And you liked the game so much that you gave it back to your cousin, but inside the case <laughs> was international track and field. But, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was maths with Rayman. I was like, go on, you can have that. <laughs> oh, my God. I was going to say, like... It'd be great, but if you replace that with a copy of Toy Story, but that didn't come out for the PlayStation. So you've had to shove a Mega Drive car in the, <laughs> in the CD case. Uh, yeah, quite a few of those as well. I could have put something in there, Mickey a Mickey Mouse game or something. Oh, that that that, that works, yes. But do you ever play this Toy Story <laughs> game while we're on the subject? Yeah, the Toy Story Two on 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 PS One. Oh, because that was Mega so Drive good. One. Oh, the me- no. was a good oh, the one Mega Drive well. one, sorry. Yeah, the Mega Drive one where it's like, it's side, well, of course it's side-scrolling because it's Mega Drive, but like, the animations were so weird. It, it almost looked like claymation. Mm. It was it was so, so weird. But yes, I did. I, th- I, I used to love it as well. Why wasn't you Rayman Maths time. called Ray Maths? That's a good, <laughs> that's a good question, Tom. <laughs> well, there was a Donkey Kong Maths game. I'm trying to figure out what they would have called, called that. Donkey Long Division. Hey! Oh, <laughs> nailed it. Bloody hell. <laughs> Got it. Got it. You do this every week. Oh, gee, um, yes. Now, you can't accuse Pat Patterson of not throwing himself into the role here. Like, here he is doing a backstage skit, oh, just no. looking for dresses to wear for the oh. hardcore evening gown match. I cannot. Around. I can't believe I forgot about this match. Oh, posted yeah, worst match of the year now. by the Wrestling Observer. <laughs> they know nothing. They know nothing about wrestling. <clears throat> Is that little Hogan reference there that we see? Just uh... It probably was supposed to be, but Pat Patterson's amazing English, which I think Bruce Pritchard said, like, fantastic. Um, his English was about as in French, so... I'm pretty sure then... <laughs> as, Hulk he, as, Hogan. He, as he picked up that feather boa, he said, I need something that's going to make me look Hollywood. Uh... Ooh, that's nice! Joining the NWO, Pat Patterson in drag. <laughs> so, so this is the ludicrousy of this King of the Ring tournament. The biggest one ever, 32 people in it. There are four workhorse wrestlers in the final stage of this tournament. Two have just been eliminated. The other two are in a match against each other. <laughs> like, this is weird, weird pacing. 
Yeah, but they are also feuding with each other. Rah! <laughs> what? Rah! <laughs> that was his catchphrase for a bit. Rah! He did. He said that. I remember. I remember him saying, "I'm gonna back that ass up." Rah! <laughs> he was trying to get right over as a thing. Seems to I thought we had Rikishi here for a second. Then it was, he just popped in. <laughs> Did old, did old. Uh... There's these impressions. You think they were the real people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's on the line now for Matthew's birthday. Hello, Matthew. <laughs> lads, Happy main... birthday, brother. The WF would sometimes put the main event out um, third match in, just because people <laughs> had to beat the traffic and they had work tomorrow morning. In case there was a presidential uh, debate on. Oh, and Andrew. Early. Andrew, I'm not sure why he's just crash at this point, but I think trying to distance Hardcore and Crash. Because uh, mm -hmm. we're very different at this point. They've gone their separate ways. And Crash Holly's taken Hardcore Holly's music. So Hardcore Holly's got a new one. But he's got the scales there because Crash weighs in at allegedly well over 400 pounds. Of course. As I like telling people, I was not the brightest of kids growing up. <laughs> I'm still not. And uh, I assume because he had scales that he must be well over 400 pounds and that he just had <laughs> such thick heavy muscles i mean why else why else would you bring scales to the ring with you every single match <laughs> and here we go talk about stories in the mingling crash was taken on hardcore king of the ring qualifier pat passing the strike so joe briscoe could hit him from behind and win the hardcore title off him mid-match because that's how the hardcore title worked back then of course Oh, Bulls theme music. Bulls, Bulls oh. theme. I forgot about Bulls singles theme. Didn't this become um, this here what you call domination? It's a combination of skill and concentration. No. No, I think that's the Brawl for All theme, isn't it? No, it's not. Somebody else's no, theme that, that. No, that's a separate theme. No, because I'm sure... Ezekiel, Unless I've just learned something. New, I'm sure Ezekiel Jackson's music was was a yeah, wrestler's yeah, theme, a existing wrestling wrestling theme music. But with lyrics over the top, I'm gonna. I'm looking up Ezekiel well, Jackson as we speak. Ezekiel good. Jackson. Well, in fairness, though, Jim Johnston basically had the same riff for. He's got hair. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, Tom. Tom, Tom googling Ezekiel Jackson like a weirdo. He's got hair. Oh. What? I... That's How unbelievable. Strange. Has he grown that out for his push? <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, Bowie. I apologise. Ezekiel Jackson's music was the Brawl for All theme oh, with, sure was, with, with rap lyrics over the top. I did not ah. know that. Thank you very much, mate. I'm going to test... I'm gonna I mean, Andrew, if you know the answer to this, a thousand points, but this is. This, okay. I feel like this is a Matthew question. Well, he's a big Ezekiel um, Jackson fan, is Andrew. <laughs> I love him. Can, can you remember the one other time outside of this that that theme music was used? <sighs> Outside of what? Bull Buchanan, Outside of Bull Buchanan walking to the ring. Oh, the ring. I, definitely someone else has it, but I would probably waste time by umming and erring. So, it's a, no, it's the, um, I know what it is. Go on then. Is it WrestleMania X7? It is. And who Dump, uses Duke it the Dumpster? Their, it's not Duke the Dumpster. Oh, no. So, it's during the, the gimmick battle royal yeah, at WrestleMania 17. And it is the walkout music for the one-man gang. That's right. <laughs> the, I'm very happy that I remembered the event, but I wouldn't have made the one-man gang because he wouldn't have had music. No, um, he didn't. So they gave seven. him. They just. They said, "Oh, we found this in the in the lost property bin. You can have that." And they, that was how they gave him his music. The and the and other... a one-man gang was really sad. Cause he went, "What is uh, 
Is Bob Buchanan not coming back? And just look at your son. The plane carrying Bob Buchanan crashed. <laughs> there were no survivors. Oh. The other fun bit about music from that particular. Oh match. wait, sorry. Jim Ross just mentioned that the people from South Africa watching this, as well as Northern Ireland, some other countries. Guess who used to be South African? Yeah, that's yes. right. And the who was he, Tom? Knows, oh, Recon from the Truth Commission. Way back in the day. Is that right? Yes. I was trying to figure out what the crowd were chatting. Sorry. <laughs> the crowd's being really, very weird. They're into it, but they're not really into the wrestling. They're chatting boring. It sounds like a 2000 match. Yeah, the tr- the, uh, the the failed South African militia-themed faction, the Truth Commission from 1997. If yes. you don't remember them when you're listening at home, don't worry. It's, it's forgiven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> WF announced a... South African militant organization, the Truth Commission, which is the name of the organization made to investigate apartheid, (laughs) which is either a really good bit of cynicism and satire, like, yes, we will find, we will investigate ourselves, or just a matter of they didn't do the research. But who cares about South Africa and apartheid? Crash Holly is in this match, and Crash Holly is going to win whether he wants to or not. On another note of WWF not paying attention to the outside world, the other bit about the WrestleMania 17 Battle Royal I was going to tell you, which you probably know, uh, I'll say anyway, Nikolai Volkov. Yes. Famous famous (laughs) Russian wrestler who came out to the Finnish national anthem. (laughs) (laughs) It's not the Polish. I I thought it was Finnish. I thought because it was Ludwig Borger's music. Oh, is that what it was? Oh, right, okay. It came to Ludwig Borg's music. It was, it was the. Uh... That is an amazing mess up. Also, they misspelled his name and had to <laughs> retype it for the, the DVD release. Amazing. <laughs> We're full of stupid facts here. I don't have any for oh. King of the Ring 2000. Oh, I thought that was going to be it. So, around about this time, there were other characters in wrestling who were smaller than the rest of the roster who were getting fluke victories over the bigger men, like Spike Dudley and ECW and Rey Mysterio Jr. and WCW, who had a match with Kevin Nash and stuff. So having Crash Holly as the uh, the giant killer, not the most uh, unique thing in the world, but works. Oh, Lamai's draw. Look at this. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. Lovely pop. Crash Holly's like He's the King Ring Tournament. No bull. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot his scales. Oh, he was in that much of a rush. How's he going to weigh himself? Well, he's back out in it next match, so let's come pick him up. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Oh, then he rips his hair out. And that's the, how he the, became the, bold. The four hairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bill had this weird time when he just got this l- little push out of nowhere because he was B- Big Boss Man's friend after Big Boss Man came out his rocky relationship with uh, Prince Albert. And then he ditched Big Boss Man so I hang out with Triple H. I mean, it is an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, but it was just, we're watching SmackDown every week and we're like, okay, here comes DX to come out. Here comes Road Dog. Here comes x Pac. Here comes Bull Buchanan. Yeah. Literally one Did week he was through just the wrong there. door. <laughs> Linda. Famous Trump supporter, Linda McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> She's very sad at the moment, I think. She doesn't want Biden to win. I don't think either of them do, to be fair. Vince McMahon's at his hammiest best here. Just look at him. 
I always feel a bit sad seeing him now. I don't know whether you're the same, <laughs> Andrew. Whether, whether a little feels, bit. Because it, it's... I, I, I know. I, I know that this is how time works. But just sad seeing him old. It's, it's really strange because... I felt like for a long time he did just look the same. Like he 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 just didn't change for a good period of time, and then we saw less and less of him on TV. And now when he comes out again, he is looking looking like like an old fella. Do you think he's had? Alex pointed this out, my good lady. Do you think he's had some work done? He, I I do have to say his lips do look quite full. Yeah. For 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 an, for an elderly gentleman, his lips are looking pretty cushiony. Yeah, I think he might have had a little bit of stuff done. Like, his face doesn't look quite <laughs> real. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> He's beginning to look like look like his character in 2K19. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good thing. I'm not sure. But it's his hands that get, like, I think it's so sad. Like, you see his face and you think, okay, because obviously he's had a, allegedly, apparently, mm. in IMHO, <laughs> like, he's had some work done. But then you look at his hands and he's holding the microphone and you go, oh, he's just, he's old now. He's an old billionaire. Shut up, a <laughs> He's just somebody that was such a such a stru struck such a force that was so striking as a as a younger wrestling fan, and now it's like oh, he just looks a bit frail, and I get it. He's a billionaire. Like he doesn't want for anything, and he can still chuck himself off of a platform as he proved back in April. I, I mean, He's just seventy five years young. <laughs> you say he looks frail, but just you waiting for that Vince McMahon and Undertaker match in Saudi Arabia. He's gonna, he's gonna rip that suit off. Dude, he's gonna, gonna melt. In the, he's gonna melt. <laughs> it's coming. Oh, what a world! What a world! <laughs> American hero. And here is Kurt Angle on the instantly over, instantly a success. Very rare this happens in wrestling, but everything he did touched to gold, like the one. He won at the Olympics in nice. 1996 with a broken pre-gun now. Um, yeah, he has this amazing run now where he's just a completely oblivious, pure baby face. And yeah, even, yeah, people are actually being fans of his now with the science and everything. So I'm going to listen to what he has to say. Yeah. God, he's, he's so, so good. good. He's, he's so good. Oh. I uh, like that Kurt Angle. <laughs> it's just—that's hey, not a Boston accent, is it? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. It's just kind of like an angry New York accent, but 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 thicker and fuller uh, and richer, like like Vince McMahon's lips. <laughs> I just do the JFK voice, but it's obviously the curry over into it. I. Uh... I cannot tell a lie. 
that was Harley Race. Sorry, I don't know what I was doing there. I've won <laughs> this championship 19 times. Um, this is the what one of the joys of this podcast, Andrew, is that we're watching Kurt Angle like at his as he's growing, like the, he becomes this mega star. But even now, like he's still just on the bubble, and it's just yeah. like, oh, you're gonna oh. be amazing. <laughs> Like this is this isn't even his final form. <laughs> He'll be a super spreader in years to come, so that's exciting <laughs> for him. Get him, Kurt. <laughs> Get him, jerky. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for, obviously, they're going to fill you in. Lola is pro bad guy, and Jim Ross is a nice guy. So, <laughs> so that makes it for a fantastic commentary team. Still beloved to oh, this day. Oh, just the... The yeah. bants. Yeah. The, the, the bants. All of the bants. All of Battle the bants. You've only got, like, Monsoon and Heenan above them really in terms of that yeah. just and then and then it kind of goes monsoon heenan ross lawler uh. campbell greg then <laughs> michael cole and, and then Taz. who cares about the rest yeah <laughs> yeah then <laughs> <laughs> you big joseph and uh byron saxon <laughs> <laughs> byron saxon who on raw this week said uh, Braun Strowman headbutting Adam Pearce was the most um, <laughs> was the mo- was the worst thing he'd ever seen on Monday Night Raw, like a show that featured an embalmment. <laughs> it's like, all but right, what an embalmment it was, Tom. <laughs> okay, hon. And these are two guys who never had like a really big main event pay per view match. They had lots of like undercard matches and icy title matches and whatever, but they never had that one big, huge feud and blow off that you thought they would have. And they had a rebellion match as well, but obviously very big stars. Jericho still is, well, he's very big anyway. And uh, <laughs> Kurt Angle has no neck. It's pretty much how it works. Yes, but he still puts up his Christmas tree wearing that attire. <laughs> and there's See, Teddy Long. Who become, oh, Big Teddy's uh, telling you. Big I was gonna Teddy's say, big telling you. I love it when they call me Big Teddy. And he's saying, uh, <laughs> yeah, he would become a manager. He'd become a manager for Dino Brown and others in 03. And then he became GM SmackDown in, a, in the role that he's probably most known to be, which is amazing. Because I know him as the manager of Doom in NWA. But everyone's mm. like, no, he's that funny man who says, you're going one-on-one, The Undertaker. <laughs> who did he, he used to manage? Rodney Mack and... Uh... Bloody hell. Someone I'm else. Who as well, Chris right? to you, but you know who Rodney Mack is. <laughs> <laughs> that is amazing. Pick and choose. Pick this and is choose a very specific moments, area you know? of your knowledge. Yes, it was Rodney Mack, <laughs> Jazz. All I know Dino about Brown. is. Oh, oh, and also Christopher Nowinski, who claimed that he could relate to black people because he was so smart as a um, 
Hartford graduate that he was also oppressed by the whites. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 2003 Raw. That happened on Raw. That wow. was a thing that happened on Raw. That was very much a thing on Raw. He's grabbing his tit randomly. Yeah. <laughs> I think this might be... Is this the best match that we have for the night? Because I'm just looking what ahead. What else is on to... the card? What else I mean, is we, on the we, card? We've Nothing. Got... <laughs> Edge and Christian versus TNA versus Hardys versus Too Cool. Might be uh -huh. all right. Maybe. Um... I think the finals of the King of the Ring are all right. I liked Venus Guerrero because we talked about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> the main events, the main events, good fun. We're just waiting for that one moment where we get hooked on something, just to send into a wormhole like we always do. So, anyway, yeah, Kurt Angle. Eh? Mm, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, Andrew, what was the first games console you you got? Um, it was a Sega Master System Two, oh, like the nice. the lesser the lesser Master System. Um, Is that and, the one with Alex uh, Kidd as standard? No, it came with uh, Sonic, the original Sonic. Oh, already right. that, that Master System Two. Thank you. Which was oh my goodness, it was the best thing ever. So my cousin wanted a, uh, he was saving up for a Nintendo sixty four at the time, so he was getting rid of all his his games consoles and selling them and stuff. So my mum and dad bought that off him, and, and that was my first one. Sonic Chaos was, like, the, the oh, first Sonic game I played. Oh, chef's kiss to Sonic so Chaos. So good. So good. And, like, Streets of Rage and stuff as well, which I'm not sure. Mm. Should I have been playing that as as a child? Maybe. The Master Destroying System Night. versions, no. <laughs> no, ex exactly. Not because of the violent quality, just because it's not very good. It's just because it's yeah. not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then after that, moved on to a PlayStation. My dad, well, I say my dad got me a PlayStation. I think my dad got himself a PlayStation for um, for Formula One with the Mad Cat's steering wheel, oh. and uh, and and that that Lady Laura Croft. Boy, howdy! Did he like those polygons? I'll just say that <laughs> those triangle tatties. Those, those triangle tatties. That's the one. The front of her shirt looked like a badly parked Volkswagen. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly did. As a um, as a Sonic one for the Master System aficionado, as you are, Andrew, mm. sir, I've, I've I've popped a link into your Slack. Oh my uh, goodness! Right Ooh, now, uh, oh, oh, oh. Which careful, is, Tom. Steaming. I know, right? Which is a little something that um, I dabbled with last month, and it brought me immense joy. Oh, I'm excited now. Which is uh, oh my goodness! What is the war? So it is a a high res remake of Sonic for the Sega Master System. No way! An, an enhanced remake for the Sega Master System. It's That's absolutely amazing. stunning. Oh, thank you! Oh my god! I'm Featuring gonna get like on four to... four more playable characters. Like you can play as <sighs> Mighty, play as Mighty the Armadillo and Ray the Squirrel in Sonic One for the Master no System. No way! And Dante, and Dante from the Devil May Cry series. <laughs> you, have, you have to collect eight Chaos Emeralds to unlock Dante and the lead character from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, what a CG! <laughs> and due to popular demand, Waluigi. <laughs> and, the, oh. and the L Tetris piece. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice that we have that. It's nice that we have that uh, SMS Sonic thing going about because that was the first one uh, my stepmom had. 
She had the Master System 1 by Alex Kidd, mm. but Alex Kidd was hard. Oh, my and, uh, God, yeah. Sonic was way easier. And to that, I say, what are you doing? Bloody hell, sorry. Why are you singing Janet Jackson together again? Spoiler, that's what it is. I just felt like singing Janet Jackson. What are you talking about? The Jacksons and Sonic. That'll never oh, work, Tom. Oh, that's my favourite theory! <laughs> it's my favourite theory! That was the whole thing, right? That he was involved with with the some of the Sonic soundtrack or something? Yes! The, the Sonic soundtrack said absolutely nothing happened between him and Sonic. All right, look. But the deeper you go in... It wasn't the stand and said that. <laughs> Mate, you've got to look at this with your third eye, right? It's a little project I'm working on at the moment. I'm looking at this with my third eye. And there is palpable evidence... Michael Jackson worked on the Sonic 3 soundtrack. <laughs> That's not true. He paid them off to say that he didn't work with them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what a match here with Chris Jericho. And Kodak. All right, no, there we go. There's the Michael Jackson. Checking. Someone Michael Jackson doing the soundtrack. Like That blew my mind when, when I realised that the credit sequence of Sonic 3 is just uh, Strangers, <laughs> Strangers in Moscow. Moscow. Yeah. Like, oh, what? That's so cool. <laughs> that was good. That was an actual good moment with the clothesline. <laughs> you must feel like a stranger in Boston right now, eh? Hey, like a man with the with the links, bringing it back to the wrestles. Somebody put a, a picture online. I think it might be my mate Martin, and it was um, it, it said this is how long the Undertaker has been Angles in up. wrestling, and oh. it was Undertaker in the first WrestleMania game. And then Undertaker in 2K20. I was like, oh, Jesus, you're right. <laughs> He's been in all of them. Steph getting her jog on because she's, oh, oh, she's coming. She's coming. Oh, hey, look at oh, all that jiggling. There's, there's, uh, there's a lot of action there. Like she's, uh... <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm impressed that you're running heels. Like the running in heels yeah. always impresses me. Yeah. Uh, Steph hates Steph. Jericho and kind of likes Kurt Angle, even though she's a married woman. This makes the matches very interesting on SmackDown. Because Triple H clearly has had no idea that Steph likes Kurt, but we do. Teddy Long! He's down! He's down! <laughs> Remember, oh. if, you're, if you're a referee, this is something Prince Amin told me backstage. If you're a referee or a manager in wrestling, your HP is one. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Stephanie skimmed Kurt Angle's hands. <laughs> Go see the women's championship on pay per view. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> oh, what? I, I, I forgot about this being a thing quite a bit <laughs> back in day. That was uh, that was horrifying for everybody involved. <laughs> <laughs> All together now, oh, hippity hoppity, oh. women are property. Women are property. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're ready, Teddy, go! Fantastic. <laughs> The pop there you go. for L- that, A little bit of the uh, sexually assaulty and uh Angle advances. And this is what we like watching retroactively. Around this time, WF was having a lot of issues with their advertising because they were still selling lots of stuff aimed at kids, despite the fact that it was very violent and bloody and table spots and lots of violence towards women. Uh, they were still going, hey, kids, why don't you try cola? Sponsored by Chris Jericho. Do it or he'll do this to your mum. <laughs> and all this kind of thing. So right now, WF is the only negative they have right now because they're so far advanced of their competitors, WCW, that they're not even thinking about them. 
um, is the PTC, the Parents Television Council, who were actively campaigning against having advertisers get away from wrestling. And we're watching this now, and WF has always painted this as those bastards. How dare they come after us for no reason? And you watch all these things later on as an adult to go, you know what? They did have a point. <laughs> I do keep forgetting to do this, but time check if you are listening on the podcast tonight 48 minutes and 18, 19, 20 seconds in. Yeah, we're doing a time check during this uh, this bit here with uh, Vincent Sheen and some rather large plants. <laughs> they, they are some big plants, casting some nice shadows up there. I believe. Yeah, I like the effect of having the light right next to the plants. So you look up and go, ooh, that's a nice effect. <laughs> What's quite nice is that those plants are now tag team champions in AEW. And we always remember this scene when they were just backstage extras <laughs> on WWF television. <laughs> WWF will start playing this now and like, network documentaries even though they don't own them yeah. even though they're not signed to them they'll go hey remember when they were here yeah yeah uh, originally they had little eyes and they'll go hi i'm planty the plant <laughs> <laughs> and it was the last good thing rare ever did <laughs> r.i.p grant kirko did their theme music if i remember correctly whoa that's a beefy reference that's a beefy reference <laughs> yeah but he stole it from michael jackson <laughs> yes he did because michael jackson did the soundtrack to sonic 3 <laughs> that's right there he is big phony oh. with ivory behind the bar that's sad isn't it when you when you can't get on pay-per-view so you work in the bar at wf new york on a pay-per-view uh, night never mind that that is this the smackdown Coldaholic classic smackdown review uh debut of shaved mick foley oh it is yes oh Oh my God, half a pint. I'm sorry. I hear what you're saying. <laughs> what? But why has he got half a pint? And it, look how weak that is. That is piss water. Hey, I was going to say it looks like wee wee water. It, it definitely looks, looks like wee wee water. Yeah. I'm glad they've panned away from that. Yeah. Ivory, <laughs> do you reckon Kevin Dunn so went, Ivory's poured a shit pint? Just zoom in on Mick. <laughs> uh, keep Tory. Okay, that's right. Keep Ivory there. She will not be needed at tapings. There's a bit this of it. her new job. <laughs> There's there, an ugly kid in the background, Jesus Christ. There is a um there's a little drop oh, there for a story that's gonna come into fruition in twenty four hours time. Uh, Mick Foley saying, I've got a business meeting in Connecticut tomorrow morning. He's just said that then. Foley bringing excitement here in this uh, exciting segment. <laughs> But he just said he has a business meeting tomorrow. So we know what we, and we know in history what happens the night after King of the Ring. Do you remember what happens the night after King of the Ring, Andrew? Um, it involves him. Everyone, everyone kisses the king. That's right. Everyone kisses the king. <laughs> they all queue up yeah. and they kiss the king. That's, it's a big, it's, it's, it's said to be the most, the most beautiful sensual moment in the history of Raw. <laughs> and when we do, um, the top 10 most sensual moments on Raw as a list. You'll be editing that and that'll be number one. Yeah. I can't I'm wait. I'm Adam Pachiti from Cultaholic.com and here are the 10 most sensual moments from Monday Night <laughs> Raw. Join us. It's true. Also, it's the night that Mick Foley becomes the commissioner of the WWE. I do remember this. And then he has his, all these little offices everywhere. Yeah. 
they were yeah because he told them look you can either be the commissioner or we can send you out to wwf new york every month he goes oh, i'll be the commissioner <laughs> <laughs> i'm here in new york woo all these fans are really drunk yeah sweet mick foley how's it going it's going all right, yeah. I've had a good day. I've uh, filed out some tax return forms and um, got some new stationery from the office. <laughs> yeah, Mick Foley! Foley, Foley, Foley. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get, get party hard here in New York. Yeah! No, I'm going to um, ignore this disgusting half a pint that uh, Ivory's poured for me and have a salad and go home and have a wank. Yeah, Foley! <laughs> I've brought sandwiches to save money. Hey, remember Hell in a Cell? Yeah, I do remember it. <laughs> yeah, answer my question. Was it was it WWE.com that posted the tweet that said you voted for it? The top moment of, of Hell in a Cell was mankind getting tossed off the top, and, Mag <laughs> and Mick Foley <laughs> quote retweeting it saying, uh, "You might want to rephrase that because getting tossed off means something different in the UK." <laughs> yes, I I do remember that. One. <laughs> it means wank. <laughs> anyway, sorry, we're missing out the thrilling American sports references. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, something, something, your team sucks. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on. That's what Angle did a minute ago. And you were like, oh, it's, it's but great. But wait, wait, wait. Edge of Christian is it's doing it. It's the rival sports team, oh, no. <laughs> These guys beat you. <laughs> 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 You went 1-0 in the baseball match. The guy went to catch the ball, but then he dropped it. Oh, no, here we go. Oh, it's Buck. Oh, I know that one. Do you know that, Buckner? No. The world this is like one of these things that someone, one player does one thing, and then 30 years later, people still remember him. Um, <laughs> the world, Yeah, the World Series, the climax, the whatever the baseball thing is. Uh, the ball went through his legs. Oh. He got nutmegged by a baseball. And everyone was like, he's too fat to grab the ball off the floor. <laughs> we lost because you love steak. <laughs> Here comes uh, Trish Stratus, Albert, and Cultaholic Classic Smackdown Review's favorite meme. Oh. <laughs> it's test, everybody. But wait, isn't the joke dead now that they've got Val? It's T and A and V. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. Okay, we'll be VAT because yeah. no one likes that. VAT. <laughs> Why do they call themselves VAT? <laughs> they're trying to sign. They're trying to sign Bob Buchanan to the Trish Stratus contract, but he has to be recon, so there could be Trav. <laughs> <laughs> VAT. <laughs> That's right, the team of VAT. <laughs> mm. Is there finish of the VAT return? <laughs> That's right. It gets a bit weird. Rather like the jokes we make about Test. <laughs> oh, great. See, Andrew can join in this because the entire thing is that Test is bad at games. Yeah. Hey. So you can help us with our silly references. About when <laughs> Test, Test is stuck on a game that he's playing and he's there playing the N64 or other consoles. They are available. And he's going, Steph, how do I find the hidden Chaos Emerald on Scrapyard Zone for the Master System? Because in one of the levels, it made me jump down a pit that's usually bottomless. And I thought inexplicably that 
I shouldn't trust games after that because <laughs> how was I supposed to know? There's no hints in the game to say that that pit wasn't bottomless. Uh, stuff like that. <laughs> so you just think, try one, try one, Andrew. Um, uh, Steph. Um, <laughs> it's already great. Oh, Steph, where, where? How do I get? How do, how do I get the 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 baby block? Where, where's the baby block in Toy Story? Where's the last baby block? Oh, nice. Spell out, yes. Just spell out V-A-T. Wow. Where, where is it? Where's the T, Steph? 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 <laughs> Steph, is this dinosaur on the PlayStation demo disc a game or is it just a dinosaur that walks around? <laughs> Steph, I can't beat the tech demo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh God! He started calling himself. I'm Andrew Martin from the grave, playing the N64, going test. You've done this. Help me. The test is going. No, I asked Steph. Let's both ask her. Steph. Steph test. Steph test. Steph. What's net you, Aussie? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get one? I want to program my own game where I win all the time. <laughs> oh, Jeffrey Hardy. Look at that Jeffrey. That was nice. Yeah. Are you a Jeffrey Hardy fan, Andrew? I, I think growing up, he, he was 100% my favourite. And uh, like I went to a row one time. I think it was 2007. Went to a live row in Manchester. Nice. And uh, he beat uh, Johnny Nitro for the Intercontinental Championship. And that was... By oh. far one of the be the best moments in my life ever. I was like, this is unreal. Although, um, I was a bit disappointed because the next week it was uh, a ladder match for the title between the two. And I was like, why couldn't that have been this week? Yeah. I wanted that this week. Um, but yeah, sad, sad, sad but good times. I'm just taking a look now to see. They if had a I wonderful can... feud together, those two, uh, Eminem. They and did. Hardy. They're just solid, just back and forth, just solid workers. And then when uh, in the, what, it was the uh, ladder match at Judgment Day. Was it Judgment Day? Where Matt leg drops onto a ladder and then <laughs> that, breaks yeah, that up Joey. Yeah, the other Armageddon, thing. that's the one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bless him. Things most renowned, like Buckner, the ball gun between his legs. That's Joey Mercury's like claim to fame. Yeah, I am the guy who got his face exploded on pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Raw I think Raw it was 2006 Manchester. or 2007. I think it you're was right, it was yeah. in Manchester. Um, Raw June I think 06, but you know what? I don't know. All I know is Steph. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted Omnicron the Demon Soul because I thought it was about the guy from Transformers the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Who's David Bowie? <laughs> What does he transform into? Starman? <laughs> Just bollocks. <laughs> Steph, why am I getting eliminated first? In the oh, never mind. <laughs> Let's have a look. So, okay, I've got the um, I've got the card up for Raw from the MEN Arena in Manchester Oof. on the 30th of November. Yes, yeah, so the night Jeff Hardy became the IC champion. You also got uh, DX beating Charlie Haas, Lance Cade, Trevor Murdoch, and Viscera in a four-on-two handicap match. What? Fantastic. Yeah. You all. I think you, you also had Cena and Umaga? Yes, Cena and Umaga. Yeah. Sorry, 
Jeff's been amazing in this match. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fifth method, Tarzo? Why can't I get the Andrew push? <laughs> he also saw... Um, can you remember who won the world tag titles that night? Yes, it was Orton rated RKO, yeah. right? You got two yeah. title changes? Bloody hell, well done, mate. Mental, I know. That's some raw. And they beat Ric Flair and Roddy Piper. Mm. Oh, you know, fun fact about that. Um, they were they won it because they were the team that got voted at Cyber Sunday. Mm. Piper and Flair. Even though people go, why do you got you know Flair and Dusty Rhodes? You fans are stupid. Uh, they voted <laughs> for Piper and Flair to win. And because Piper had been voted in, he had a routine medical, which he wouldn't have had otherwise. And routine medical just go, oh, wait, you've, you've got a buildup of cancer there. Oh. So Piper was very thankful for years afterwards, saying that literally he's here on Earth right now, when he was on Earth, because of um, because the people voted for him to be in that match. Wow. Wow. Jeez, that's amazing. That killed the mood, sorry. Uh, no, 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 no. It's, it's interesting. It's, it's genuinely amazing. interesting. Yeah. Something like that happened recently. It was a, a, a journalist from the States who... Um, Somebody sent her a letter in saying that you've got this mark on uh, on your collarbone. I recognise it, and I've uh, I was diagnosed with cancer last year. You might want to get it checked, and so she did. And lo and behold, it was it was a cancerous mark, and she's gone through treatment and she's better. But if that listener had or that viewer hadn't watched it and sent the letter in, might not have checked it. You wouldn't have thought to. So that's incredible. The Piper one's incredible. And yeah, what's one? Of, that's one of his last matches that you got to see as well, Andrew. Well, amazing. I um. I went to go to, uh, it was called Summer Bash. It was just like one of those house show tours that SmackDown do. Yeah. And um, I got to see Rey Mysterio and Guerrero um, wrestle as well, wow. which was one of my favorite things I've ever seen. Like it was the rematch from, they, they were billing it as the rematch from WrestleMania 21. Oh, and that was really cool. Yeah. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed that a lot. I thought that was cool. Yeah, you've, you've seen some pretty cool shows considering you're not that huge a fan. Yeah, I hate... A fan? I hate wrestling. What? <laughs> <laughs> you saw Mysterio and Guerrero. What, wait, what? Like, I was wondering <laughs> why, why why there's not more Sonic talk. Where, where's, the, what, where's the games? Where, what, Where do what, I collect what, the what rings? Steph, how do I collect the rings? <laughs> Steph, the, the bonus stage in Sonic Mania is too difficult! <laughs> that might be that might be no, from me. No, it's fine. It's not. It's fine. It's I not. love it. I've had a, I'm, I'm, I'm having a chew on getting the emeralds in encore mode. I'm having a chew on. That's the. But you not get it? Like the, it's a, it's a mix of the Sonic CD one, and you love Sonic CD. I get it. I get it. And there's all the like icons from Sonic One, like the birds and stuff. Oh yeah, I, I get it, and I appreciate <laughs> the charm of it. It's still bloody difficult. Do. And especially because in, in encore mode, the the special zone rings are harder to come by. Like you've got to do more jiggery pokery to get them. <laughs> wait, are they well, are they the bonus stages? Relapse mode. <laughs> Oof. Oh Christ! Carry on. The... Sorry, are they are those are those the bonus stages that are like three D and you're in yeah. almost like a half pipe looking you're thing? Chasing the, you're chasing the you're chasing the the uh, the UFO. No, that's like Sonic CD. Two. Oh, that's Sonic Two. Oh, yes. That's the half pipe. Sorry, I didn't, um, I didn't Sonic hear Mania, half pipe. Yeah, Sonic Mania, the ones where you're running around trying to chase a UFO and get coins and stuff. Ah. That's the ones. No, half pipe, but it does look like heaven. 
<laughs> I watched a really great YouTube video the other day about how they created that 3D effect on the Mega Drive. Oh, it's the Traveller's Tales bloke, isn't it? Yeah, that's him, Talks yeah. About them. Yeah, because Traveller's Tales are the ones who did Toy Story and Mickey Mania and did some crazy mm. stuff with the Mega Drive. They just pushed it to its absolute limit. They really did. Oh, crowd don't like the Hardy Boys being eliminated. Oh. Actually, you have reminded well, me. Well, I'm switching off pursue, now. I need to pursue yeah. him. <laughs> to like, lead, she's like, leader. <laughs> How come when I develop games for the Mega Drive, I can't get that rotating effect? Which I was <laughs> need a shoehorn to fit that one in. <laughs> I approve. Do you know the story that uh, you may or may not know this, Tom, but it was in a retro game of magazine. That Michael Jackson did the soundtrack to Sonic 3. <laughs> Who? Uh, for... Sonic 3. Traveller's Tales, um, because there was a delay, they ended up having Sonic Spinball being commissioned, I guess, for the Christmas release because they weren't going to get Sonic 3 out scheduled. So they had Sonic Spinball get made and like, all right, fine, you know, it's it's a, it's a stopgap release. It's fine. By the, by the Sega Institute of America. <laughs> That's not so official. Hence, hence, the, hence the Sat AM influence. Yes. I was accused of, you know... It's the CIA, the Sonic Institute. Of <laughs> um, <laughs> Gotta go fast and stop the crimes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Karen, what you're saying? I yeah, the Sonic Institute of America had no idea about the. Uh, the oh, you know, I'm long ago there. The um, <laughs> the story was that they had the wrap-up party, and they were talking to people and goes, "Oh, so what did you use? Um, so the Sonic theme." And he said, "What do you mean, the Sonic theme? You know, you know, nah, nah, nah. He goes." <laughs> We, we we just put that in the game. We do not why we not use this on a game. Was, oh no, we don't actually own that. Was, what? <laughs> oh. so, yeah, we're Sega. We're not very well managed. Um, no, <laughs> it's that other guy who did it for um, Sonic Two or whatever. Like he owns it, so he's the guy who did the music for that. He he has it. Oh, did you put that in the game? Uh, two seconds. I've just got to leave the party to quickly put in a, <laughs> the quickest, most awkward theme music ever into the game. Uh, but there are some releases online that do have it, so I don't know how. Accurate that story is because well they, you know, I've never were, heard there are some copies in it they do did have it so no well, I've 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 ever I've never heard these da 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 in Sonic Spinball it's just that do 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 bow ba bow bow ba ba da bow bow what that, that, is this I mean. that's the one that they quickly made <laughs> no but I don't, yeah, that's the one that's there but if you look online you can find the other themes that are in there so wow. I don't know if they're in the game still that's or they cool. weren't braille taken out or but apparently it's just like what do you mean we don't we own the Sonic theme, but we're Sega. Yeah, we don't own it. Oh. Are we beginning to do the music for Sonic 3? We haven't decided. Michael, get in here! But don't tell anyone. Michael Jackson, <laughs> what, are what are you doing, doing here? here? <laughs> That's gotta be Jacko. <laughs> You anyway, there's a wrestling to match see happening. the Jacksons. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> that's kind of became. <laughs> now, Linda said on the phone that she really likes this this dog place. So I've got, I'm going to take her there for our anniversary. Pulls upside <laughs> the dog kennel. Here you are, Linda. Here's the place you like. Kane, where are we? We're at the dog place. I heard you on the phone saying how much you like the Daxons. <laughs> Not the Daxons, the oh. Jacksons. <laughs> uh oh, SpaghettiOs. 
I got you your favorite 1970s cartoon series set in the near future. The Jetsons! <laughs> That's acceptable, Kane. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, you know what, Kane? This is what I wanted, but I'm all right with it. <laughs> I want a divorce, Kane. Oh, look, Crash Holly's in this. Wait, what? <laughs> Uh, so you 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 join us on the ground floor of a uh, of a new SmackDown review in joke, Andrew. I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, no, that that's got to be quite crazy. all right. Oh no, 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 Edge and Chris like Jericho. Oh, oh no. <laughs> mom, mom, mom. <laughs> it's a classic. That's got to be Edge's ass sticking out of his tights. <laughs> this is the most over. He's a brave cool. man for giving him a power bomb. It's the most over too cool will ever be. At this point, isn't it? Like, yes. They, they, they never yeah. reach these heights again. Yeah, they had won the... See if you remember this, Andrew. Maybe it's too young for you, but... They <laughs> won the tag titles on Raw thanks to the assist of Joe C, a.k.a. the small person who used to hang around with Kid Rock. Do you know really? who Kid Rock is? I actually... Yeah, I knew Kid Rock. Oh, okay, there, there we <laughs> he's go. That, he's that man. <laughs> yes. Who does the music. He's that kid. That's right. He's that kid. He rocks. They had a... Does rock. They had a... Oh no, they're gonna hit worms. Worms! Oh. That Amiga game that got bought at the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. I keep doing kamikaze and my guy keeps dying. <laughs> Is that the unlock... point? How do I unlock the concrete donkey? <laughs> <laughs> Steph, MS DOS keeps crashing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't think the Bible as a weapon was a controversial feature. I think Team 17 should have kept it in, and they are cowards. Steph, <laughs> 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 3D is garbage. Oh, <laughs> Steph points ahead and goes, yeah, I, you're right there, Test. <laughs> yeah, Steph looks, up, Steph looks up for a newspaper and goes, yeah, fair point. Yeah. It's like every idea they used in Hogs of War works so much better than in the actual worms. <laughs> yes, test. You're two for two so far. <laughs> and the Earthworm Jim cartoon was good. I mean, I'll test. Wow. He, he, three for three. Who are you? And what are they done with the real Andrew Mark? <laughs> Can I be hey, that's just Albert now? in a wig. No. I should have known. No, they've lost. That was a very decent four-way match. I Shenanigans, no that was good, yeah. Yeah. So many shenanigans. Edge and Christian getting a win and eliminate everybody else by being a shower of bastards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's going to explode. It's going to be murder on the oh, dance floor in a minute. Look at whoa. Whoa. <laughs> That's the angriest he's ever been. Yeah. His hair standing <laughs> on the oh. oh, my God! Wow. <laughs> 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 now act angry but don't overdo it on the original network release they had steam coming out of his ears like in Tom and Jerry <laughs> Ooh. what the hell is this forgot what this is oh that's all they can say Steve Austin was on the pay-per-view okay Okay. Ooh. Oh, we don't know what the card's going to be. The crap so shoot. <laughs> it's called the crap shoot. As well. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you, a crap shoot. Um, <laughs> alcoholism. Oh, oh, I'm trying to go on. Um, 
Shane Douglas. You ever seen the Shane infamous... Douglas's RF video? That was a crap yeah. I was gonna say yeah. Shane Douglas. The, the the first one he did for RF video was they did one. It was Shane Douglas and Francine in a swimming pool, like an indoor <laughs> swimming pool. It's completely inaudible because of all the water in the background making water noises <laughs> and the echo. So it's like, I hear with Shane Douglas. I was going It's like fantastic. And they put that out for people. To buy with money. That sounds about right. <laughs> and I was too busy talking over that and talking about something obscure, rather than acknowledge the fact that Crash Holly had a lot of front knee, as we call it. <laughs> front Which knee. Which is the other. Well, some people. Um, <laughs> some, via, some people. Either via eczema or poor dietary choices, um, get a bit of a what's known as back knee on them. Uh, which isn't that noticeable when you're watching this as a kid on your VHS or your copy of Toy Story. Um, some dudes. <laughs> take so much stuff that they get front knee as well as back knee yeah. and sometimes side knee though it must be just my eyes I must be just having little <laughs> that's why he's over 400 pounds <laughs> it's just little muscles on him it's not it's yeah. not front knee or back knee it's just he's muscles got, on muscles right, right. he's not got he's not got a little amount of big muscles he's got a lot amount of medium he's got muscles. a lot of yeah Big little muscles. <laughs> Big little muscles. How do I play this? <laughs> I don't get it. Is it, is it, is it, it... it a game or is it science? I was going the way around and go, Stare, how can it be a little big adventure? I mean, surely it's going to be... A... Surely they should have sort of call it medium adventure. <laughs> <laughs> Steph, Stephen Fry's in it and I don't like him. <laughs> That's uh, you. You've lost now because Stephen Fry is a national treasure. I don't understand it. <laughs> Valvinus with that. Oh, it's dubbed over, isn't it? They haven't got the. Oh yes. Oh yeah. So here's oh. all the craziness going on with this feud oh, right now. Oh my god! Glorious feud. They're oh, just battering oh. each other. This is a mid-card yeah. feud. Gee. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So this is why I'm alright with this match happening in the semi-finals and I know everyone's crying into their copies of Power Slam magazine going <laughs> I wanted a 35 minute Japanese style match between the artist pointing on as Pegasus Kid and Black Tiger and we had Val Venus and Rikishi but they are battering each other Yeah, like a Mars bar in Glasgow so I'm actually alright with this because this crowd is not the right bar. crowd for like ultra mega proper wrestling. <laughs> they want to see dancing and fat people, and that's it. <laughs> to, answer, to answer your question, Andrew, I've never had one, but I, I, did, like I deep, love one. I I've never had one as well. I that that is one thing that I would uh, I'd very much like to try. A deep oh, I had a deep Mars fried bar. Twinkie in Ooh. America. My friend was like, do you want one? And go, I'm like, uh, and he goes, you haven't won. I'm like, all right. <laughs> and I felt too... every bit of it as it went down. Oh, no. It was like those skin worms in the mummy. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say I had a deep fried Twinkie and then I blocked him on Grinder. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> Username deep fried Twinkie. <laughs> There's bound to be one on there. You love me and left me. Deep fried Twinkie. <laughs> If I was if I was a thinner boy and I was that way inclined, I would be on grinder with that name. 
You're going to lose weight just so you can go and grind it for a point. You know yeah. what, Tom? That is completely on form for you. It is, isn't it? <laughs> That's the only reason I'm doing it. I'll have to go with something to do with bears now if I was going to go and grind it. Oh, and that move in the South is called the Divorce Court. I think it's a fantastic <laughs> name for a short single-arm DDT. Because he's divorcing his arm from the rest of his body. Hey. <laughs> See, at least I think they should have just they they should have just sort of kicked this off where it left off, and just had them fighting all around the ring. That would have been great. But, but the, the prestigious King of the Ring two thousand, Tom. <laughs> all the more reason to do it, because not only do you want to get into the the finals of the King of the Ring, but you want to do it by cream cracker in the guy you hate. That's how you want to do it. That is a big bruise on his arm. It's beefy, isn't it? I don't know if it was deliberate or not. So great. Looks like, looks like Gorbachev. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a Gorbachev-esque mark. Yeah. T-Bone's in the crowd. He's holding up a sign saying T-Bone. Hello, T-Bone. So, the, uh... Andrew, what are you currently playing? Um, at the moment, so I recently got on that PlayStation 5 hype. Oh. Oh, I noticed the photos online. Yeah, how was it? Oh, I can't. I can't. I just. I'm a as uh, as the the online gaming community calls calls them. I am a Sony pony. My I dedicate my whole <laughs> entire life to Sony. Um, but I love it so much. I've not really had much of a chance to uh, to sit down and and dedicate a lot of time to one game. But this evening, yes, that's right. This evening, I'm gonna crack on with Spider-Man Miles Morales. So that will be my game that I'm playing consistently um, as of tonight. What's the so Spider-Cat involvement like? I, it looks pretty cool. So I think at some point in the game, you save a cat, one of those bodega cats as you get in America, like the cats that just sleep in the shops. And uh, you put a little mask on him and then he's, he's there in combat. It just like, he, he jumps out, he bats him in face. Does a little wee wee on him, probably, maybe, and uh, it just looks really fun. It looks really good. Amazing. Crowd are going Lovely. wild at the moment because a woman is getting hurt, and that's the weird time that we're in right now. <laughs> I couldn't oh. remember whether or not Trish took this or not. I thought she's a trooper for taking it, but I don't think she. Clearly, she didn't. So, so, oh, but as we were chatting away, like good bloody mates, uh, <laughs> bless you, blessings, Rikishi. Oh, second, oh. second wave. No, um, Rikishi went into the into the finals. He did a belly to belly on Val as he came off the top. Oh yeah, for people that are listening, this not actually watching the shows, listen to the dulcet <laughs> tones of uh, complete bollocks. Uh, Val Venus lost after a belly to belly. Yeah. And the, you're getting a push, but don't push your luck. Push. <laughs> <laughs> the idea being that he came off the top with such force that that force was used yeah. against him. Whoa! So he's going to do even more damage. So Rikishi's looking, you know, he's getting protected in his losses. Yeah, he's getting pagged. Well, he's getting pagged in each one. Sorry, what I'm talking about. But uh, I'm surprised Venus just didn't switch it to that. Like, I'm going to separate your arm from your body. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds more like Danny O'Doherty every time. He <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, don't be. Such a 
such a voice. It's the voice of in Blackadder. I was like, oh, my little hobby wubby. What happened to your voice? I thought I had a deep, <laughs> booming voice. <laughs> no, it's so is much lighter than you. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Yes. Oh, dear Christ. All right. My little hobbly wobbly. <laughs> That's a great throwback. The Valvin is voiced by Blackadder pretending to be a dead guy. Hello, bubblies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there you go. Let's we we've whittled out all the great wrestlers put uh, apart from Angle at a thirty-two. Oh, look at coaching if they're so great. Denim. Why didn't they win? <laughs> why didn't they win the tour <laughs> exactly? Big big love to coach in this oversized denim. This is Gerald Briscoe from Texas, Texas State. <laughs> he's just one of these. He's a really. I mean, look at his ear. I was just about to say that's a that's an ear, all right. That isn't an ear. That's a Yorkshire pudding. That's a pork, <laughs> that's a pork scratching. That is. Oh, I'd have gravy from that to tell me. Oh. <laughs> Breaking. Glug, glug, glug. Andrew wants to drink gravy out of Gerald Briscoe's ear. You heard it here first. <laughs> heard it here first. Now, who's that runner? Is he somebody that we should know? Is he still with the company? I want to think that he is. Is it Kevin Dunn? It's not Kevin Dunn. He looks like he cares too much. <laughs> Oh, and oh, they are what the just, hell is this? They are on form with these adverts. If it's for what I think it is. Oh, dear. Christ. <laughs> WWF.com? Yeah, there we oh, go. Oh, no. Wow. 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 Wow, that, that just screamed wrestling. I was just about to say, that couldn't have screamed less of WWE.com. <laughs> Wow. And I love the fact that we're at a point, and this is why I love doing this timeline, because everything feels like so... We're, we're tiptoeing into this new generation. And, like, the website getting a relaunch. And it's, like, a big deal. They talked about it on SmackDown. WWF.com is coming back with a new look and all this. It's, like, it's so funny how far removed we are from that. But it's just... It's funny to hear it talked about like this. Like, I remember how never exciting mind that. it was. Tom, don't mind that. That was a man getting fired out of a cannon. <laughs> Do you know what? Something, that was an attraction, you know, before electricity was invented. What, what? <laughs> it's, it's an advert that looks eerily similar to the adverts they used to do for the WWF New Generation in 1994. Yeah, so, they like, sucked as well. I'm, I'm so like used to seeing weird stuff like that that I'm pretty desensitized to it now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a guy shot out of a cannon into a woman eating popcorn because WWF.com... <laughs> I think Vince has final sign off on the creative and he has writing yeah. exclusively. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was between that and the footage of the man getting hit in the stomach via cannonball. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't your dad's wrestling. We don't do that anymore. People are like, what? <laughs> you don't need to see an elephant balancing itself on a large ball <laughs> when you've got diesel. <laughs> I love those adverts where it was all in black and white. Uh, by the way, if you are watching or listening, uh, the time check, one hour, 23 minutes, and one, two, three, yeah. four, five. For Crash Holly's biggest ever match. It is, isn't it? Oh, no, does, does he have a title match at some point, or has he had one? I, I seem to think he has no. a WWE, a WWF championship match at some point. 
It might be on. You know what? I've forgotten about that, and I can't wait to see if it happens. Let's just pretend <laughs> that this is it. Do you look, Crash Holly? Sorry, just call him Crash. Whoa, that's a nice roll. I'm sure Crash Holly had a shot at the WWE. Oh my God, a scoop slam on Kurt Angle. No. <laughs> shoot on him, Crash. <laughs> just a shoot, brother. Now, Crash's story has been great, but it's it's collid now with Kurt Angle, who is just over like Rover and will not be denied. Oh, that was almost a, uh, what's it called, original suplex, which you original found out on Twitter the other day, where you put the arms like that and fold them, then suplex the dude, but I think ah. Crash took like an overhead. Was that I'd never heard of an, ori an original suplex. Oh, like that, like the like that's how suplexes originally were meant to be delivered. I mean, I don't know why it's called an original suplex. The name would suggest that, yes, but I'm not going to pretend like I'm an expert. I literally saw a tweet, and now I'm like, oh well, I know a thing or two about <laughs> the subject. Fake news, mate. Fake, fake suit, unoriginal suplex. That should be <laughs> unoriginal suplex. Break down, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, and the crowd is distracted by. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure? Because is somebody getting arrested? Normally Someone's somebody's getting, getting arrested. Thrown out. It wouldn't be a WWF show in 2000 if the fans weren't getting a bit bored oh. and starting fights with security. I love this. I love it when that happens. And just and we, You'll just hear a random big pop for a non-move in a minute. And it'll be the pop as somebody's being dragged out of the venue. Yeah. <laughs> It was always fun when it happened at uh, at shows. Yeah, and there's a you tell when it happens because one of the guys in the match just gets a chin lock and goes, "Well, no point doing anything now." <laughs> the last wrestling show before the world went to hell. It was a North show in Newcastle. Do you remember it, Matt? Were you at the last North show that we did in Newcastle? Uh, I think so. And there was a, a a bit that we were meant to do where the tag teams were fighting. And the oh, refs yes. couldn't split them up. So Andrew Bowers, the, the legit owner of North, was going to come out and tell them, right, you're, you're having a match next month or whatever and you can't touch each other till then. But here's the thing. As a, as a wrestling fight broke out, a real fight broke out in the crowd <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> which our boss, Andrew Bowers, had to go and see to, which took him to the back of the room, so these guys are Oof. in the ring waiting for the carrying on fighting, expecting Bowers to come out and break them up. And we're going, where is he? He's not here. <laughs> He's breaking up a real fight at the other side of the venue. And and me as as announcer, I went, look, I'll just have to go out, and I'll I know I kind of know what he was going to say, so I'll just go out and do it. <laughs> so we just ad libbed this whole bit where I walked out and just shouted at everybody and said, I'm like, and, and at first they ignored it, and then when I went, I'm here on behalf of Andrew Bowers. In the ring, they all went, oh, okay, right, something's happened. Let's, <laughs> we're back on here now. Okay, that's fine. I do remember that and thinking it was a bit odd that nice man Tom Campbell, the master of ceremonies, was suddenly hard-ass Billy Big Bollocks <laughs> Tom Campbell. <laughs> you lot, stop fighting. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, don't tell me, don't tell me on top of doing commentary and ring announcing. Tom's now also the, the APA <laughs> of North. <laughs> Yes, you explained this to me afterwards. I'm like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, come on, it, was, Tom. it was. It was literally like within like 15 seconds. It was just like snap decision. Oh, I'll go out and do it. I'll sort it. <laughs> it was hilarious. Look, Bowser's busy right now, so I'm telling you. He's busy. The, yeah, the rest was like, oh, okay. <laughs> He's splitting up a real fight. Like, anyway, Angle's in the final of the King of the Ring, 
Angler Rikishi in the finals, baby. Ooh. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. I was too busy logging on to uh, oh, rspw.net <laughs> to complain. Oh, it's the Don. Bloody hell, Trumpy. It's the Don. There was, there, there's the, <laughs> I'm here to see my favorite, uh, my favorite financial backer, The Undertaker. <laughs> oh, look at that. What's going oh. on? Oh, look, it's Rikishi. He voted Biden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump. You are too cool, is what oh. it was said. Oh, this is weird. Yeah, thanks for WrestleMania 4 and 5. Oh. Because I was held at the Trump Plaza. And uh, when Trump was inducted into the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame, he was booed by fans. And Vincent Mann had to come out and go, y you know, this guy was a huge help to us. <laughs> with like the the stuff that like, WrestleMania four and five and like helping us out with the pay chills and stuff, they're kind of like we don't care, boo. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird seeing like, and you know what I noticed was, like tr like obviously Trump is so in the Vince and Trump are so like together that during the election, d d they they didn't mention a single word about the election because they knew they couldn't be pro Trump. Because people would, would would switch off, and that's not me being a dick. They would switch off. Oh, sorry, interrupt. Oh, it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm waiting for a pee pee. Well, it's not, though, is it, Kane? You need to remember one thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. <laughs> it's only ever been about one thing. And I've never seen two pretty best friends. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was a very flattering shot there because, uh, oh, God, speaking of which. Wow. <laughs> Wow, look at Oof. that. I had a thought, but it's gone out the window. And who says there's no women wrestling on this show? <laughs> oh, this is what God. we get. <laughs> Welcome in. Uh, Andrew, have you experienced this match before? I have indeed, and it is uh, a spectacle to behold. It truly That's for is. sure. Wrestling Observer called it the worst match of the year 2000, as voted for by readers of the Wrestling Observer newsletter. <laughs> that doesn't sound like them. No, they're normally so so they're normally yeah. so calm. <laughs> they but normally you know don't what? take wrestling too seriously. Yeah, but you know what? If it happened in the Tokyo Dome, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been eleven teen kickouts. What is that for an hour? As long as you know, if they're in drag, as long as they hit a dragon runner off the. T what the hell is <laughs> this? <laughs> What's going on? Yes. It's the Crystal Maze intro. Wow. Yeah. Joe Briscoe, he's an IT technician. He's from Texas. You see, I like <laughs> I like that they know it's bollocks. <laughs> they know it's bollocks. <laughs> this what? might be Wait. one of the best packages I've ever seen, wrestling-wise. Like, what is this? this is I was so not good. expecting this. <laughs> Target located. <laughs> Metal they Gear Briscoe. The stand user could be anybody. <laughs> oh, God. oh, there oh, we go. God. This is just... <laughs> I don't get out the newsletter lads 
<laughs> poo poo this this is brilliant yeah alert 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 your cover has been blown agent 47 <laughs> <laughs> the guards have seen you <laughs> no that's the one thing that i didn't want to happen <laughs> he walks away so sad Oh, here we go. And you know what? The build-up that there is at the Hunt Smackdown when they announced it's going to be the hardcore drag match and all this, everyone popped like, oh, that's going to be so stupid. <laughs> and now it's happening. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, as an idea, it's hilarious. But as a full thing, it's like, okay, we didn't need to see. Uh, uh. You know, it's like when somebody makes like a parody movie poster. We don't want to see the movie. We're yeah. just quite content with the movie poster as a line, yeah. as a joke, and then we'll get on with our lives. Right, right. So, some uh, some things are better left as onion headlines. <laughs> yes. Get well soon, someone Flynn? Jerry Flynn? Is Jerry Flynn not well? There's a sign that he says was never get well. well soon. <laughs> Bless him. He was just still, he's got some guns Oof. on him. Yeah, I was going to say, like, oh. He's, he's a beefy boy. He's got, <laughs> got quite the rack on him, too. It, it certainly does. <laughs> he's, he's a real oh, Jim Ross for his sad scene is <laughs> good friend. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Jim Ross... I was going to say, they're going to play like the exact same theme again. But... No, it's the... Oh. <laughs> I mean, Pat just owns it, and I love it. <laughs> Pat, he owns it because no one else wants it. Pat Patterson <laughs> is a true living embodiment of commit to the bit. Like, just commit to the, you're doing it, so commit to it. And and I'm already thinking that he's throwing contraceptives to the crowd. Wow. I think he's throwing condoms. He is a <laughs> contraceptive. <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Is it? Well, oh. he's throwing, and there's uh, a bog roll, a, a, a teddy bear. Uh huh. Oh, well, that's enough. Are you still got he's the? Still I'm got still got the dress. That's a nice touch. He's taking it back after, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> this is. He's, he's not even in it. Oh, good. They're giving the microphone. <laughs> oh, a lot of fan signs for it. Jesus. Look at you. <laughs> the trainers complete the look. This is the build of the century. Damn. It really is. If he can change, <laughs> you can change. WrestleMania main events have had less. <laughs> you what? Oh, oh, 
<laughs> I mean, and again, a reminder that these are like two of the like hardest guys in all of wrestling in the seventies. <laughs> they were, weren't they? <laughs> oh, first intercontinental champion, Pat Patterson, one half yeah. of the Briscoes, Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, the wars and, um... he had with Sergeant Slaughter and everything else. Like, uh, <laughs> I will leave you all bleeding in a pool of your own blood. You know, and I was. <laughs> Was it Patterson of who was it? Was it Greg Valentine? What the hell? It wasn't even his mouth. <laughs> I'm trying to remember now. Was it Patterson and Grant? How much stuff has he got in there? He's got more gimmicks than James Bond's car. <laughs> what would you say was like? Oh my god, it was a wig. Oh. <laughs> uh... With the exception of this, what's Pat Patterson's greatest match? Oh god! Oh, no, come on. There oh. you go. See, Priscilla Kelly got cancelled for less. I'm just uh, saying. Less. Slightly less. Oh, oh yeah, they did <laughs> try to make Patterson's ass a thing. <laughs> he kept walking out on SmackDown holding skidded underpants. That was. I uh, remember this. Because wrestling. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> on behalf of wrestling, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those matches that you wouldn't want parents to walk in on and see you watching. Because how would you... Yeah. How would you... How would I explain this to my dad? What are you watching then, son? Oh, just the wrestling. <laughs> I don't know. This pretty much just like happens in the work in men's back home. Like every Friday. This... <laughs> yeah. We settle our troubles yeah. by putting dress on and kicking crap out of one another. <laughs> so we've always I thought done you it. Said, I thought you said that you'd never beat a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, if they battered each other up for re not for reals, but like in a hardcore match that they're expecting, this would be an R.A., but they are like, you know. This is getting far too saucy for me. Oof. Oh, like. So are the crowd. Again, just the PTC too sexy. did nothing wrong. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like the crowd are booing on this and they hate this. I just, I admire, I admire so much how much Pat Patterson has committed to the bit. Like, there you go. The biggest pop of Crash Holly's <laughs> life. <laughs> I seem to remember this went on longer. <laughs> it just felt longer. I think it just felt longer, didn't it? <laughs> this is just no, a Crash, sight. leave it on, for God's sake. Who <laughs> <laughs> was enjoying that? I think Patterson. I'll apparently. take them both. I'm hardcore, says Crash. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Oh, my God. Patterson with that bin lid. Oh, my God. Look at that. Christ. Wow. That, that Austin returns a 99 pop for Crash. <laughs> that, rivals, that rivals the, the Austin return pop. Yeah. The Atlanta Falcons have won the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't get over the reaction for Crash there. Jeez. That was amazing. Well, well, from one crash to another. <laughs> oh, he's dribbling as well. Oh, oh no. Oh, it's a bit There's like the night after. There's sticking out. <laughs> oh. when, the, when, when, when the 37 pints of export Jürgen Brow finally wear off. <laughs> hey, Briscoe, would you F me? I'd <laughs> F me hard. <laughs> oh, Commit to the bit, Pat. Commit to the bit. Yeah, he committed to the bit. The bit sucked. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> but they committed, and that's all that matters. Yeah, that, that, they kept him employed for another 20 years, so all right. So, yeah. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's it. School him. Put him in a clover leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Stretch him. 
Stretch him. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Stretch him. <laughs> yeah, well, I would uh, put on uh, my gear uh, with my boys. Uh, <laughs> get their face up. Yeah. It's too hard. Oh, to... they teach the podcast. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe's only pay-per-view match. With good reason. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever think Sergeant Slaughter was like, he'd hear the, these goings on, like, oh, and then you'll come out and this legend will come out and they'll be dressed in dragons. Slaughter's like, oh, I've got to take a phone call. <laughs> <laughs> I've just remembered I have to be anywhere else. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Those damp Dudleys. Did you say those damp Dudleys? <laughs> <laughs> it's an outdoor show. <laughs> oh, it's a table set for Yerots. Yeah. <laughs> who did who did Alan Pacitti vote for in the last election? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because he's a Tory. He's not though. He I'm just... not a Tory. <laughs> <laughs> The same way that Owen Hart would come out and go, I am not a nugget. I am not a Tory. <laughs> but yeah. I like when so he's being again, a heel, this... he leans into that. Yes. Uh, I'd like to point out that uh, this is, uh, again, the good guy team of Bubba and Devon who will have nothing more than putting women through tables. <laughs> Say it with me, Andrew. PTC. PTC. Did nothing wrong. Did nothing wrong, should May Young's baps on Royal Rumble 2000. What? Uh... <laughs> See, he gets it. I knew he'd be good. <laughs> I was yeah, sad because of... that's like oh, the reason on. why it was apparently taken off Channel 4, right? And I never had Sky. So oh, that poor table. F, being on, on, on Channel 4 was a thing. And then after May Young was like, I'll just show these. Yes. Yes. And then yes, that was uh, it. And then I could never watch wrestling again. Like It was gone. And I yeah, love the fact that it short, was... Yeah. <laughs> I, I um, liked how it was their first... It was their first pay-per-view. Like the, the, also, was it second? Because they had Armageddon 99 first, didn't they? No. Uh, uh, Channel 4's first one was Rumble. Okay. It was their first... So it was a brand new connection. WWF had such a hard time breaking into the mainstream again after the heyday had come and gone. And they brokered this deal with the terrestrial network, which is big news. Like, that means you're in every home. And the first, the first show, <laughs> at the end of the first show, Channel 4 have gone, yeah, we're not renewing this. <laughs> For the simple thing being, they're going, well, what's the product for? Oh, you know, 12 to 15-year-olds. That's what you could sell it to, the uh, PG, the, the rating on the VHSs and all this, and advertisers can sponsor it. And then they come out, Triple H and Cactus Jack, barbed wire, thumbtacks, blood, the Dudleys and Hardys, about 15 tables, <laughs> May Young's potato sacks, all the stuff <laughs> happening. And they're like, I thought you said this stuff was for teens. Like, <laughs> We're supposed to have all this on May Young's Norks live and uncensored. <laughs> then go get the WF t uh, toy playset, you know. 
have them have them do gardening with hot shovel actions. Like, no, it doesn't work, does it? <laughs> and uh, so WF again, they deserve a lot of the criticism they got from PTC and other people. And uh, Channel Four exactly going, we've sold advertising based on the fact that there's teens watching this. This is not related to teens, and they're going, mm. how dare you? You show Euro trash on after this. <laughs> <laughs> But at least Eurotrash didn't go, oh, we're a, we're a kid's show. Well, a lot yeah. of kids I knew watched it, so... Oh, yeah, of course, they, of course they did, but they never said, hey, we're we're just... We're a family show. Everybody well, can get around, family, get around the fire hell. and watch Lola. Oh. Oh, God. I remember... Do you remember Eurotrash, Andrew? I don't. I don't remember Eurotrash. There was... <laughs> Maybe we should leave it like that. There I was... don't know. I'm intrigued now. Oh, so... It was a program that basically was was like sex news from around the world. Oh dear! And it would and they would do like reports from like nudist beaches in in Spain <laughs> and like and swinger weekends in in swinger conventions in America. But mm. whenever and it was and it was all tongue completely in cheek. Like they go to like a a nudist camp in France, okay. and you'd be interviewing everybody there. But they would just have like for some reason they'd all have northern aggressive northern voiceovers to them <laughs> so you'd have this this old spanish bloke talking about this nudist beach and the voiceover going yeah i love walking around with me cock and balls out yeah. <laughs> I, lo- I love looking at women's tits as i'm going to the shops it's so weird and there was they had these recurring characters that kept turning up and there was a woman on there called lola i think her name was and she had the biggest boobs in the world or something like that and wow. it was her doing stuff like playing ping pong and, and Matthew, do you, you remember Lola, don't you? How could I forget? Right. I heard a rumour that... <laughs> I shouldn't laugh in case it's true. I heard a rumour that... She fell off a cliff. Whoa. <laughs> what? I heard she fell off a cliff. Is this it? I'm going to have to Google I don't know why you're now. laughing at that. <laughs> That's just... the thing you're laughing at. <laughs> <laughs> the idea of the woman with the biggest boobs of the world falling off a cliff. I don't know. <laughs> I find it funny. She went, oh, la, la, and then that was it. <laughs> I don't know why I find it funny. I don't know why. I've got a dark sense of humor. I'm like, why are you laughing? <laughs> it's just, it's more the visual of a woman. Oh, I'm sure, it looked hilarious, I'm sure it looked hilarious. But... I'm going to have to check now, because if she has, then I'm going to have to chop out a whole swave. Oh, the fuck. Uh, the suspicious death of Lola Ferrari. Okay, um, apparently, okay, okay, she did. Okay, she didn't fall off a cliff. That's fine. There is some <laughs> suspicion around her death, but she didn't fall off a cliff. It's like, very suspicious. She fell a hundred feet off a cliff, and we don't know how she died. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. There was there's lots going on about her death, but she didn't fall off a cliff, so that's fine. Well, we could, the police can eliminate that from their investigation. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. So wait a minute. Speaking of suspicious. Matches. There we go. Um, this is the Dudley's versus DX, such as it is, and yes. it's a tables dumpster match. The Dudleys can only win by putting all of their opponents through tables. DX can only win by shoving the Dudleys into a dumpster because they did that on SmackDown. Uh, and to illustrate the uh, how this match works, they did show the clips there. The unintentional humor of shoving <laughs> the Dudleys into a dumpster. And then shoving it off the uh, the side of the stage there, but putting tables <laughs> as if that would do more damage to the dumpster. Of course it would. Of course it would. Like in the video games, maybe it's like, oh, you got the maximum crash score on burnout. But in real life, it's like, no, through the tables as well. 
It's just, it's funny how that is assumed to do extra damage. Yeah. Has there been anything so far that you've enjoyed, Andrew? <laughs> do, do, I, do you know what? I have, I, I've, I have enjoyed both, like, there's been some, we've seen some good matches. We've seen, we've seen some good matches, like Guerrero and Valvinus was all right, and the, and the tag team one was pretty cool too. Um, of course, the best so far has definitely been, well, it's a toss-up between uh, Crash Ollie and, and, and Buchanan and mm-hmm. obviously Briscoe and Patterson. Uh, <laughs> but like, all, all in all, I, I have quite enjoyed this. It is nice to go back and watch uh, watch old pay-per-views because it's not a thing that I, I, I usually think like, oh, I'm going to sit down tonight and just watch... I don't know, rebellion or something. Like, I just don't think about <laughs> doing it. So it is, it is nice. See, I always mean to, and then when I get time like to myself, I end up just not. I end up just doing anything other than watching wrestling stuff. But mm. I always, in the morning when I'm putting the news together, I'll go, oh, I should watch, I want to watch like Halloween Havoc 95 later. <laughs> or like, I'll be putting the news together and I'll go, oh, I should watch New Japan Strong more. I might watch them today. And mm. then I inevitably don't. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. I have seen some, and I do like it, in case Kevin Kelly's listening. Uh, My new friend, no. Kevin Kelly. I get what you mean, Tom, because I've been writing for WrestleJoy recently, and it's mostly just to be positive about wrestling, and also as an excuse to watch uh, SWS. Oh. Super, super, oh, Christ, what does it stand for? Anyway, the idea was that um, this money company, as it was called in Japan, uh, set them up and goes, well, rather than open up a dojo and train wrestlers, Let's just buy as many ones from all Japan Pro Wrestling and New Japan as possible. Like, sod it. <laughs> we'll have to start from the beginning. We'll just get all these guys. And so it was immediately called uh, Money Wrestling in Japan. Except uh, a lot of money. And uh, try to do their best by signing guys like Koji Katao, the sumo dude who got thrown out of sumo for being a dick. And uh, stuff like that. And I'm about to get the bit where they start bringing over WWF dudes. Which is oh. why... Um, if you remember at WrestleMania 7, when Tenru and Katao appear for a very quick match of demolition, and then are never seen again until Rumble 94, when Tenru and the Great Kabuki, who had to have been 95 years old at that point. <laughs> so, all very interesting. But I wouldn't have sat down and watched that unless I had a reason to do it on a website or something. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, here we go. PTC. PTC. PTC did nothing wrong. <laughs> Bloody hell. Oh, move your head, Devon, you pervert. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, he's still... Oh, no, he's up now. There we Have go. Have a word. Incidentally, I'm delighted. One of the most memorable things Devon ever did. I am delighted, Matthew, <laughs> that you're writing for WrestleJoy, as it's a, it's a, it's a. a you're company full of that, joy because that of that. That prides, it's, that prides itself on looking at the positives of wrestling, and I feel like it's, uh, it's, it's something I can truly get behind. Uh, Phoenix, the the lady that runs it, is genuinely one of the lights of the wrestling scene. So. Oh, of course you would know them because you're very joyful as well. Yes, then, and I, and I'm a big fan <laughs> of their work, and it's nice to see you writing for them as well. That's really cool. Thank you, Sean. Put put over WrestleJoy. Yeah. Let's be putting yes, over Yes, as we go back to call it the misery of Cultaholic <laughs> Watch Along. Uh, WrestleGlum now. Back to this. <laughs> wow, look, a dumpster. That's very appropriate for this pay-per-view, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got him. X-Pac, I bet he belongs in the dumpster. X-Pac heat, he's so cold. I can't do it. <laughs> More like X-Wrestler. <laughs> he's so garbage. I'm going to write about him later in my blog. <laughs> Road He's dog, wrestling. 
So cold because if he was dog, I'd leave him by the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not getting behind the Dudleys because the company want me to. So I'm going to cheer for S.A. Rios. Who's not booked one point. Oh, look who's in the square window. <laughs> oh, the, oh, oh, there out, we go. Out the tradesman's entrance. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and through the back. <laughs> Into the back. There you go. See, Referee, surely this could... match is rubbish. I know. <laughs> surely you could never lose a dumpster match because you'll just keep climbing through the hole. Yeah, why the side and I don't want to. Why am I even thinking about it? I don't want to think about the, the, there being a cat flaps on a dumpster. <laughs> Is it so cat in case cats get in? Oh no, that's Perhaps. a DQ. It's a DQ in the tables and dumpsters match. <laughs> yeah, you can't use you can't use chairs. We're not animals here. <laughs> you wouldn't bin a chair. <laughs> you wouldn't bin a table. <laughs> you wouldn't punch a dog. Then why pirate a video? No, 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 You wouldn't translate Earthbound 3 for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> you wouldn't eat a vicar. You, you wouldn't... Why would you pirate a video? You wouldn't just port Smash Brothers Melee to a device that can allow online play, finally. Oh, 16 oh, years topical. after the thing came up. Sorry. Topical. Let me, let me date this this thing when you're listening to it in 2022. <laughs> you wouldn't have to take an update to have the to make uh, cameras do inverted controls in the Mario's. Oh, forget oh. it. There's one <laughs> two tables. He's gone. Oosh. <laughs> you wouldn't release Assassin's Creed Valhalla with crap voiceover. <laughs> <laughs> What do you because you played you it the release... other night? Sorry, Go I was just yeah. saying because Andrew, you played it the other night. One thing that we found a sticking point that we found playing it is the the, the character voices are pretty bad. I think that's kind of like that. Uh, How bad? That's though? kind of the norm for for most Ubisoft games at the moment. Is to be it? honest, I, especially in um, Watch Dogs Legion and stuff as well, you get a lot of bad, bad fake London and English accents and stuff. Oh, oh no. Gaffner. Kind of no, like that kind of really? stuff. Yeah, it's 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 not good. But you get to play as a granny and just beat people up, so that's pretty good, you know. Take down the, take down the the bad governments and stuff as a but grandma. But you're like, leave it at. Yeah, it's, out of my it's, pub. it's bad. It's Aww. it's really bad. No, I me. Mean, Alex plays a lot of the Valhalla, but I'm good for two things for playing Valhalla. I'm good at the fight bits. Mm. And I'm good at the drinking game. Oh, the drinking I, game's hard, though. It's, oh, it's, it's just quick time events, isn't it? Yeah, but but then you've got to think about, like, when your guy's oh, starting to wobble a bit, You've wobble. got, but you've still got to press X at, this, at, the, at the right time and then yeah. also move the analog stick. It's like yeah. actually being drunk. It's hard. Andrew, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry to you, but sorry. It, is, it is hippity-hoppity. Women of property. <laughs> Because there's one thing that WWF like at this point. It's beating up women randomly. That's <laughs> it. Get in the bin, Tory. Get in the bin. Why? I tell you what. Had this, had Twitter been around then, that would become a meme. Yeah. Tory putting herself in the bin. <laughs> what you should do with this post. <laughs> I'm Larry Bundy. 
Oh, top, hello, top, you. Top five metaphors in King of the Ring 2. <laughs> Tory going in a bin. I am a big fan of Larry Bundy's very specific lists. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hello, you. I'm Guru Larry. And here are five times that directors wore red shoes whilst getting <laughs> a game cancelled in Europe only. <laughs> <laughs> but first, <laughs> I carry a briefcase, but not like this. <laughs> yeah, he's good. It's funny now because now he's doing his videos. He did one the other day, which was some stuff that I didn't know. But then some stuff is like, he's even saying in the video, well, this doesn't quite mark my qualification for the video, but whatever. You've already clicked and I've got your money. <laughs> I like good, the good lad, Guru. Oh, wait a minute. So X Park and Road Dog have won, but they've got Tori. And they just he's just pie facing her. It's just <laughs> We're gonna put her on the mantelpiece at home. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give her wood and other sex metaphors. Oh, oh. I like a good crisp 3D. Oh, you you're probably supposed to run then, Tori. I'm, I'm just <laughs> never mind. Here we are. Another 3D coming up. Oh, they just nail these. Oh, they're so good. It's such a good finish. That would have been an even better time to go, Tori. <laughs> 3Ds are so good. She's seen how fun it looks. She wants, I, I want in on I that. Go on. Oh, God. Wow, oh, come on now. Oh, come on now. God. This is horrible. <laughs> Rated a 12 in America. <laughs> <laughs> Why have Coca-Cola stopped their sponsorship with us? da 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 Coca-Cola at this point of... have pulled out of the WWF um, sponsorship. Yes, yeah, so they went sodded and put Tori through a table. In response, they said, The sun will always shine, the birds will always sing, but beating up women, that's not a real thing. <laughs> that was awesome, Tom. Thanks, <laughs> If I could put... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tori through a That was going to work. I oh, put every woman on earth through a table. To sing in harmony. <laughs> Here comes Duffy on roller skates. PTC did nothing wrong. <laughs> so, some factoids about this match for you, gentlemen. It was rubbish. <laughs> Here's Guru Larry with four facts about this particular match. Um, farewell to Degeneration X. Ah. This is the last time Xbox and Road Dog will team up on pay per view. I don't consider them really proper DX. It was a bit. It was just because uh, Billy Bitchcakes was out injured. So, but when you think Road about it, Road Dog and X Pac were teaming up in '99. Oh, were they? They were like the yeah, because we watched it. They were the DX team in '99. X Pac and Road Dog. They did the whole fight for the DX license thing against Billy Gunn and China. Oh. So that's why this is quite <laughs> significant because this is the last time, like, there's last vesti last vestiges of Attitude Era DX go with with the end of this match. Uh, oh. Goodbye to Tori. We won't see Tori back until January now. Next year. Oh, I wonder why that is. Well, she actually suffered an injury the day before this pay-per-view. She got a torn labrum. And and oh, what? A torn, I think, shoulder. I think labrum's a shoulder. Oh. She's got a torn shoulder. And... Um, the and so fair play to her with an injury she could have easily got out of taking the bump but she's like nah this is what we've agreed we're doing it so she went through the table with an injury and now she's having the rest of the year off 
So there you go. Fun facts. Fire. Straight fire. Straight fire. It's true. It's damn true. <laughs> so let's take a look at Rikishi, who has become the the Black Knight from Monty Python tonight. <laughs> <laughs> who just keeps on taking a shoe in. Goodbye, ligaments. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, labrum. Yeah. I bruised her labrum and uh, <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna, I don't do that anymore. Here he comes. <laughs> Good PG. <laughs> Rah! Oh, he's getting God, it over. God, you're right. He did yell. He's getting it over twice tonight. He's gone. <laughs> I can't believe they actually showed Mabel there. Yeah, he's in there. That is amazing to me that they dared show King Mabel. Who is your best king of the ring, Matthew? Uh, best or favourite? Favourite. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, what's the trailer for? That was just, literally, literally oh, the first okay. half of the show. They've just stuck it there. Yeah, he just showed it again. Pointless. Who, who's going to be king of the ring? It shows Bill Buchanan, Crash Holly. I'm like, well, I hope you won't bet on them <laughs> right now. Um, I only saw most of the king of the rings much later on in life. So I didn't really have a soft spot or seeing these people grow up in front of me. Apart from Angle. So it's probably going to have to be him. Mm -hmm. Though I've said a few times, I liked Mabel. Uh, the, the promo package is five a series describing how Mabel became King Mabel because he won <laughs> King of the Ring tournament. But the way my childlike brain worked was that he'd evolved like how Megatron turned into Galvatron in Transformers the movie. And now he was a completely different character with like additional XP and stuff. <laughs> so it's a toss up between Kurt and King Mabel. What about you, Tom? Um, my favorite King of the Ring, I think... You see, for potential, I mean, I think it's Angle, but for potential, it could have been Regal, but then nothing came of it. But it could have been great. Um, Owen Hart, I will say. I'll say Owen Hart. I think Owen Hart is somebody that really, that also, like, um, like Kurt Angle, leaned into the role and then sort of gravitated away from it and became more than that. And I'm a black heart, damn it. That's it. And it was just <laughs> yeah. the whole idea that Owen was... The, like, the story they told in the 90s was beautiful. How the, Owen was, like, the brother who he, he demanded the respect because he says he's better than Brett. He beats Brett at WrestleMania. Then a few months later, he does what his brother did the previous year and won King of the Ring. And it was just a great story they told there. If Owen, you started believing, actually, Owen is on Brett's level. Um, so I'll say Owen Hart. Andrew, who's your favorite King of the Ring? Is it Jeff Hardy? Ooh. Yeah, yeah, the, fir the first one. <laughs> the first King the, of the, the Ring, The first Jeff ever Hardy. King of the Ring, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> no, um, I, again, like you guys, Kurt Angle's probably one of the easiest answers, I think, and also one that I remember a bit more because I'm, you know, I'm a little bit younger, a little bit, a little bit younger. 
Um, but also the next year, 2001, Edge. I thought Edge was really good. I think him and Angle had a really good match. Mm. Um, and Regal, I think Regal as well. I think if they'd have done more with Regal, I think he really could have fit that role perfectly. Because he's, so, yeah. he's so good. He could have just played played up to it, sat on that. He had a nice little throne, didn't he? He used to sit on the throne a little bit. Mm. He did. In the ring. And... Uh, it yeah, so either... I, I feel like that King Regal run could have led to him being WWE champion. Mm. Yeah, I think everyone said the same thing. They had huge plans for him, and then, um, well, Regal got in the way. I mean, it's it's a very interesting, ah, very interesting thing. But Regal's been very open about his issues of addiction and everything else like that. So he's just thankful for the fact that WWE would keep him still, mm. keep him as an ambassador for WWE and all these years and stuff, even though he did mess up hugely. Very much so. And now we can't have a war Sorry, game. Sorry, nothing funny him. to say. Uh... No, we now can't have war games without him. Yeah. He's very much made himself a meme in that regard. It's bleak, though, when he's he's talked in a few interviews, like with Cole Cabana and others, when people said, oh, man, I loved your man's man run in WWF in late 98, early 99. He goes, uh, thank you. I can't remember anything about it. Yeah. He goes, what? Do you remember that? He goes, no. Uh, I was uh, off my tits. So. I read his book, um, Walking a Golden Mile. Is ec- it's an excellent book. Um, and he talks extensively about that. And again, like how so much of it is a blur. Like the late 90s for Regal is such a blur. Because he was just on a lot of... On a, he, was, he was on a lot of drugs and not in a great place. And uh, he was out of shape for a long time. And, and it was... What's nice is that... In this time, Andrew, where we are at the moment with the timeline for this, mm. we've just had um, the Brian Pillman Memorial Show. Ah, and, um, it was he was a, the second was, ever King of the Ring. It was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it was on that show in 2000 where um, Chris Benoit was wrestling, and because it's a bit of a clash of WWF guys and indie guys, um, Stephen Regal was around, so they ah. booked, they booked. Uh, Benoit versus Regal and Regal had been out of the out of favor with everybody because he'd had these problems with abuse and he you know he just kept sort of buggering things up mm. but he turned up in amazing shape and had an, a stellar match against Chris Benoit and a lot of people say that it's the match that brought him back and in the timeline that we've had I think it was two weeks ago that match has gone down and already in the news in wrestling observer newsletter at this point there's there's discussions of bringing Regal back in like he's oh, had wow. this, and there's, that shows how much love there is for Regal within the business. That he's buggered up a couple of times, but they still want to go. Look, you, you, you're healthy now. Come mm. back in, and and we're going to see him on telly very soon. Yeah, yeah. Coincidentally, it's the changing of the guard. Uh, Bulldog is out. Yes. Um, <laughs> can't think of any jokes. <laughs> no, <he's, laughs> we, we burned wrestler. all of the jokes on Bulldog. Yeah. That's why we're very happy to look at Kane and Linda and that's got to be Kane. <laughs> it's it's a lot more amusing than that's got to be Bulldog. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, As is that voiced it? by Ubisoft. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, governor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from Manchester. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> that classic Man- Mancunian accent. I've got that Mancunian twang, ain't I? Know <laughs> <laughs> what I mean? Here. I want some jelly deals like a proper Mancurian. <laughs> Give me them northern jelly deals. Oh, I forgot Kurt Langle was getting really good at the uh, 2.999999 kick out. Oh, so good at it. 
I don't know if you saw that, but there were some kids in the front row, near the front row, who stood up and went, "What the f?" (laughs) They were convinced that that was three, and it's nice to see that. If I sound like I'm coming and going from the microphone, it's because I'm getting my steps in for the hour. (laughs) (laughs) Really? My Fitbit tells me to take two steps every hour. So and, and I'm trying to get a clean. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get a, a, a clean streak today of steps. How many have you got to so far today? Uh, today I'm I'm lacking today because uh, I didn't Ooh. go for me ten thousand this morning. I'm I've, I've now hit eleven thousand four hundred. Oh, oh wait, that's... wait 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 sorry oh. interrupt you but oh here comes the big finish. Oh. 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 That's it. That's, oh, that's it. See, I wasn't looking at that. I was looking at the guys at the just to the right <laughs> of the front of the crowd jumping up and down, going, "Yeah, <laughs> yes, USA, USA." And God, there are a lot of King Kurt signs and pro Kurt stuff. Mm. Like we know he's a dick. We know he's a bit silly and naive and stuff. He eats Wheaties, but <laughs> this thirty-year-old virgin is king of the ring. <laughs> I'm here to drink milk and win King of the Ring. And I'm all out of milk. You know, Kurt Angle's the type of kid who played those educational games like Captain Diabetes or whatever that thing is for SNES. <laughs> Was that a Captain game? Insulin. Yeah, Captain that's... Insulin. Oh, Insulin, God. that's the one. Oh, what I a game. I thought diabetic people ate. Um, <laughs> ca- Captain Not Chocolate. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it was this weird game about teaching people about the wonders of diabetes and yeah, Captain <laughs> the, wonders. To... the wonders, yeah, yeah, this new cool thing all the cool kids are getting. So wow, um, wait, 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 do we not get a key to the ring ceremony for Kurt? No, that's on that's on Raw tomorrow night. Yeah, that's weird. So in a shoot interview uh, conducted many years later, a Rikishi talks about King of the Ring two thousand. And he was livid that night, which is why he looked so grumpy every time he walked to the ring. He was in a foul mood. Oh, why was that? He said he was disappointed that he came runner-up. Like, he was genuinely hot with the company that they didn't make him king of the ring. He became the (laughs) Intercontinental Champion the night before, and he had three wins that protected him, but he was still in a foul mood all night because he (laughs) believes he should have been king of the ring. And he was also upset because not only was he not becoming King of the Ring, but he was having to wrestle three matches in a in a night without winning King of the Ring. He, do you know what? This combined with the <laughs> stuff that he did in TNA, I'm just gonna say it. Rikishi comes across like an arsehole. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say. Well, okay, some people can say that, I guess. But it's uh, what the hell's this? But the thing with Rikishi is, is part of that Anoi family. They do take it seriously. Yeah, it's true. Like they, they're like, okay, then you win King of the Ring and we'll book this. And Rikishi, yeah, well, I was probably like, I- I'm not winning. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine they looked and went, ha 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 ha. Was, really, I'm not, I'm not winning King of the Ring because, uh, n- no. <laughs> <laughs> we can give you the IC title to shut you up. 
Because we're not Ben Wise, I've got a complaint. Go on, then. <laughs> I see title. I mm. guess. I guess so. I like these two, by the way, Vince and Shane, having their street fight gear. Oh, their wrestling gear, I guess. Because that's the gear that they have in the uh, WrestleMania 2000 slash No Mercy. Yeah, they're not wearing different attire every time. It's Shane mm. and that weird shirt that's supposed to look like a button-up shirt, but isn't one. <laughs> Another favourite part of this time period that we love telling guests about, Andrew. You, uh, you've, you've played No Mercy for the N64, haven't of you? Of course, of course. Yeah. Ah. See, what's super cool about this time period is it's the period before No Mercy came out. So at this point, THQ are motion capturing No Mercy. So every week on the TV shows, you see little bits that get incorporated into the game. Like last week on SmackDown, Vince McMahon dropped the Mac stunner, the, the Mac <laughs> people's elbow. And and then you see it in real life and then you see it on No Mercy and you go, that's the episode they lifted this from. Like the, <laughs> the huge diving chair shots that are in No Mercy. Mm. Shane McMahon starts doing at this point. Like all the sets, like this King of the Rings set, for example, featured in No Mercy. That's really cool. It's just nice to see, like, you can see the game coming together before your very eyes. There was even a hardcore match about a month ago, maybe two months ago, which was in the backstage area that they use in No Mercy. Wow. If only they put that much effort into the games these days. <laughs> what are you talking if about? Only. They, they use, the, they use the, uh, the Hades set that they had a pay-per-view from the other day. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the and 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 I love that match that Dakota Kai had where she clipped through the ring floor. <laughs> That's my favourite one. It's one of her best matches. That you no, know, the one with the ref with a with the rubber limbs. Yeah, just stretch out. <laughs> I love that. The length of the whole entire arena. Yeah. And that one time with Bianca Belair put too much starch in her hair and she's swinging oh. some sticks around. That, that, that was a day. That was certainly a day. Oh. THQ, man. Not THQ. 2K. 2K. T THQ, all right. They're fine in my book. Yeah, we'll let them off. We'll let them off. On this occasion. And no other. <laughs> This theme was away? so good. No, he's here. Uh, he heard you guys talking about mocap and thought that'd be a good time to have a quick toilet break. Oh, wow. <laughs> we timed that beautifully then. Hmm. You snuck away nicely there. I'm just removing some sellotape from my headphones. You wonder what that what? noise is. My headphones Why do you broke... have sellotape around your headphones? My headphones broke the other day. So I had oh. some sellotape on them until like, my new pair arrives. But they're the only headphones I've got. That, that are long enough for me to plug into the back of my tower. So I'm I'm persevering with them until new ones arrive. <laughs> so they're becoming quite cumbersome tonight. I thought someone was just opening a Kinder Bueno there. I was like, <laughs> I that, that sounds I, good. I wish I was opening a Kinder Bueno there. <laughs> oh, that's got to be Kate. <laughs> hey, here he is, Kane, coming to the O... K Sword R event. <laughs> <laughs> Can he become Kane of the Ring tonight and please Linda? <laughs> Linda watching her husband wrestling. <laughs> which one? Well, it depends which timeline you're on. <laughs> yeah. And this is the closest in a long time that Kane has been this close to winning the WF title and looking like he could actually do it. 
Because he showed up and took the title from Triple H. Oh, that was, was good. Like, you want the title? You can come and get it. Suck it. <laughs> Look, oh. I made fire. That's real, according to Andrew's dad. <laughs> it's still real now, damn it. It's still, it's still real now. I just choose not to do it now that I am mayor of Knoxville. <laughs> Oh, somebody brought somebody brought their Enac sign and got the letters the wrong way round. Ah, oh, they're gonna <laughs> feel so silly when they watch that back. Oh, here we go. Oh, oh you've go. gone so, and made a big mistake. This they is they have sad. made a big mistake. They're playing the wrong music. Yeah, uh, they're supposed to be playing Kid Rock's American Badass for mm. the Undertaker. Instead, we get. Um, <laughs> it's um, like Kane from the past knows because he just put his arms <laughs> on his. On his side in a really grumpy way. <laughs> yeah, they've dubbed over Kid Rock, haven't they? American oh, Badass. Vroom, vroom, moan, moan. It's the <laughs> Granny, happy 91st birthday. <laughs> and this is the bit where he drives around and he has to like, use his feet to waddle <laughs> to get around these corners. <laughs> vroom, 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 vroom. Come to give my brother a backy. Vroom, 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 vroom. <laughs> There is something deeply comical about right, it all. Bye. Oh, I'm off. Bye. See, see right. you. Oh, I might as well rustle then. <laughs> here, comes, uh, here comes Bizarro Albert, presumably yeah. to take the motorbike <laughs> away. Uh, King Albert. <laughs> now, he's deliberately wearing a T-shirt that's too tight. Not not Undertaker, but <laughs> King Albert. Yeah. So Undertaker cost The Rock his title at Judgment Day, which was the last pay-per-view. So they have this uneasy connection because they all hate the McMahons and Helmsley, but they have been chair shotting each other accidentally. And then Rock just went, oh, sod it, and hit them both deliberately. <laughs> Fantastic moment. But so that is it. Triple H came out with quite gallant one. Ha 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 ha. We'll sort out this weird number one contenders issue we have by saying, look, all three of you can have your title shot against me in a six man tag. Ha ha ha. They won't be able to concentrate and let one of them get the pin in this six man so i will remain free and number one contendersless <laughs> and someone said triple h has terrible english and he goes <laughs> but you have to remember one thing he went the game and then he spat water in the face <laughs> i'm the coo cool <laughs> i'm the cool <laughs> something kind of cool <laughs> Hey, Kane. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sell owls in your shop? Uh, no, Triple H. We don't. Why? Well, well, somebody said <laughs> that you sell owls here. Oh, who? I just heard one. <laughs> You <laughs> sell owls. Everyone is fond of owls. <laughs> Except for mice and shrew. <laughs> and Simon Cowell. <laughs> oh, look at him. Yes! Oh, yes! Chug that milk. What a dweeb. I love him. <laughs> 
<laughs> the man is an absolute legend. <laughs> Fitz is there going, hey, Triple H, somebody rang earlier <laughs> asking if you wanted to buy a Japanese wrestling promotion. <laughs> Do you want to buy a Japanese wrestling promotion? And Triple H goes, no. Okay, we'll buy Noah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. Uh... Andrew laughing politely, even though he doesn't get the no, joke. No, I, I like it because Noah is the Japanese wrestling Yay! company. And that's how, how that? Triple H sounds. What do you mean? How do I know that? You know, Matthew, you, you know that Andrew primarily works for Cultaholic. <laughs> yeah, but I mean. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> One thing I. Excuse me just one second. <laughs> 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 oh, what a day. Good times had by all. I'm pooped. <laughs> Oh, but if he's getting it from, uh, he's getting all his news from Jack the Jobber, though, then he's probably... Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> if he's getting it all from Jack, all he knows is that Will Ospreay is still contendable. <laughs> <laughs> why is... Why is, why is... <laughs> Shane throwing arms. Oh, he's got a custom T-shirt on. Don't know about King you, Matt. Swing, I... I think it says. King of Sting. Oh, King of Sting, sorry. Sting, that's, that's Dave, Steve Borden, Steve Borden you confirmed. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Math, we've made Come on, Kane. son, let's... <laughs> <laughs> yes, his son! You're not my real dad. Uh, I'll buy you a copy of WrestleMania 2000 for the Nintendo 64. And you can <laughs> I'm just going to pop upstairs with your mother. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a three-hour meeting with her. <laughs> If you hear banging, don't come and clagging. Shane Man should have just tapped out there and ended the match. That's a cane champ. <laughs> just through the wall, Shane can hear. Bloody and then, and then Ma- flames bursting. Yeah, oh, Kane's God. practicing his pyro in the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> practicing my pyro. <laughs> Good, because she doesn't listen to watch-alongs. <laughs> <laughs> he will today. <laughs> Kane, sweetie. <laughs> why, why have you set our son's PlayStation on fire? <laughs> you said he wanted pyro on it. No, I said spyro <laughs> on it. Oh, oh, spaghettios. Kane, what's a famous... <laughs> Uh, Mexican luchador doing here. It looks very confused. You said you wanted Vampiro. <laughs> Kane, no one in the history of the human language has ever said that. <laughs> That's true, Linda. I'm sorry. You said you wanted Rey Mysterio. No, Kane. I said I wanted a divorce. <laughs> I'm just Boyaka, projecting. Boyaka. <laughs> I'm just feigning ignorance to prevent the inevitable. <laughs> That's gotta be sad. <laughs> Coming soon to an incredible animation from Colonel XB. <laughs> yes! A four hour epic. Colonel XB hoping for lockdown three, so he got, he's got enough hours to put into <laughs> our four hour movie production. <laughs> That's got to be Kane the musical. 
So this here is the beefy. This is the, uh, you know, this is a, a, a rivalry that will go down to the annals of time, like Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Uh, I can tell if you've been satirical then. What? I mean, I yes, being, what was was Triple H is amazing. But... I was being a touch satirical because it was Triple H that said <laughs> Roman and Drew are like the, the Rock and Austin of oh, our did day. He? So I was being a touch satirical. I'm not against the idea. They had a belt of a match at Survivor Series. They very much had a lovely time fighting each other. Did you both see that match? I didn't, uh, actually. Survivor Series, yes. Andrew, you didn't, and Matthew, you no. did. I've heard good things, mainly from Tom Campbell, who did graded. You should ah, check yes, out graded. Yes, you edited graded. Never heard of him. <laughs> yeah. So my opinions are Andrew's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus and Riddle had the best match on Raw this week. It was a slobber knocker between um, a good wrestler who's been here for a long time and had a good reputation and someone else. Who <laughs> <laughs> we'll just not mention too much about. <laughs> You're going to pay. You're going to pay. <laughs> You've done it now. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Turnbull. Hello, Turnbull. Mr. Yeah, well, turnbelt. Turnbel- he said, turnbel- "I'm sure he said turnbelt." Hello, Mister Turnbelt. <laughs> Turnbuckle your ass. <laughs> You've done it now. You've Don't got be- to dye your hair. You need a toupee. <laughs> you need a toupee. <laughs> You're a ginger ninja. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that now he is a free spirit and he can like advertise for things and stuff. We'll get him doing like an Asda advert when when like they've got big deals on. <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> save. You're gonna save. Mm. Get your heavy duty black bin bags. <laughs> Undertaker appears to be wearing one. <laughs> Come to Asda, where high prices rest in peace. <laughs> I'm so excited for all the Undertaker endorsement deals. I've been saying since the since the year 2000. Undertaker should do a thing with Motel 6. I come and stay at Motel 6 where <laughs> I always rest in peace. Oh. And now it can be a thing. <laughs> He's now free to advertise what he likes. And that means that they're going to pay. They're going to pay. <laughs> he earned 30 grand in 15 minutes at Survivor Series. I think that's. I hope they do pay. And that was just for the cameos. <laughs> Gosh, 30 grand in 15 minutes. That's not so bad, is it? It's amazing. Well, I've seen the size of his house. Uh, he needs the money. <laughs> <laughs> One thing... Oh, I forgot. Undertaker's wacky DDT started I... doing when he was American Badass. I bloody love his wacky DDT. He would just grab them and just hope for the best as he took this wacky bump. And <laughs> never mind that. Does it mean as Vincent Mann looked like the worm from Labyrinth? <laughs> yes. We asking me. I'm only a CEO. <laughs> Do you think he looks more like the worm from Labyrinth nowadays, or less? I think nowadays no, he looks, looks probably more like uh, the worm. He looks like a melted candle now. <laughs> <laughs> what would he smell like as a melted candle now? Uh, 
rich people smell. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what this. I don't know what that smell is. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, Math? All that all that money you made from from botching, from uploading other people's content. Yes, yeah. it's, uh, I'm rolling in it. <laughs> <laughs> YouTube don't mind now. They seem all right with it now. They're they're, they're getting there. Have they the suddenly just struggle. turned a corner? Rather like you? The Rock. Oh no! Here comes here comes the copyright claim form that actually worked this time. Now figure that out. That cheat code. Yay, Kanan Undertaker. The symbols for excellent and free range of media. Undertaker really is that because he's an idea that was good about 15 years ago. It's looking a bit rough now. <laughs> <laughs> metaphors everywhere you can't possibly contain as many symbolic moments metaphors like the wrestlers are all over the place now <laughs> it's just word salad <laughs> you think someone had some alphabet spaghetti and some diarrhea with all the stuff that's happening right now in front of us here's the thing right i just th- it, i just seeing jim ross made me realize this right JR, if you listen to the commentary for King of the Ring, I mean, why would you want to? Because you've got us. But if you ever do, like, you listen to JR, like, whilst mocking, giving the energy to Briscoe and Patterson, the evening gown match. And then you listen to him now for something that he's maybe half not interested in. He just checks out completely. And uh, it's so well, sad. People have said that. And again, I can't be bothered with this. Oh, it's sad that he sucks now. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's getting paid. Yeah, he's it's true. Oh, well done, Trip. Well done, oh. Undy. Don't, don't, don't strain anything, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Bloody idiot. Um, no, Jim Ross, you're right. It, um, he is great when he has stuff to talk about, and there's history and the story, which is fantastic for this period, and most WWE stuff, they can talk about things and blah. When he's been on the indie, when he did this indie tour, a few years ago from WCPW and uh, World of Sport. And he's like, okay, well, what are your guys' gimmicks? Well, we're indie wrestlers. My gimmick is I'm going to no-sell everything and do a shooting star press. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm from Leeds. Right, gotcha. Cool. That'll give me 10 seconds. Um, <laughs> fantastic. So people go, wow, Jim Ross sounds really bad. Well, he's not that type of commentator. You think a lot of just, indie commentators yeah. get a lot of stick because they're not as good as, you know, the legendary WWE talents. You know, or, or monsoon or Ventura or whatever, because they're not doing the same thing because they can't. So you know what? That's a really you know what? It's a really valid point because oh. I, I think oh, oh, oh rock sorry rock choosing not to tag in anybody. Yes, they just can't get on. Why would I want to give you guys a the chance to win the title? I want that chance <laughs> because um, it's a really valid point you made there. Because I think about it now and I think of all the work that we've done as commentators, math. Like mm. so much of it is us going out there and doing the research rather than people coming to us and saying, I can think of maybe two or three wrestlers who have come to me and said, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm trying to convey. <clears throat> Rory Coyle is always good for that. Rory Coyle would come to me with, with notes and say, this is where I want to go. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to pitch it. And I go, brilliant. Leave that with us. We'll bring that to life. And uh, there's not many that do that. So I guess that if you're JR, and as you say, you're touring the indies, you probably don't have the time nor the inclination to spend ages like researching people and stuff. So you do rely on them coming to you and saying, this is what I do. And if they haven't got much to offer you, then you you are sort of out in the woods with it. Well said, Tom. If only other commentators could 
use your uh, use their tongues as pretty as you use yours. <laughs> uh, but they don't, and that just can only mean good things for yourself. More work for us, mate. Yes. <laughs> However, it doesn't mean that uh, we've done a particularly great watch along because. Are you kidding? I, this has been fantastic. <laughs> oh, I've had a good time, but it's. I'm also conscious of like. I hope people are enjoying this and listening. Mate, we we've got to. We I can never tell say, sometimes. I promise you. I promise you. People are having a love. If they weren't, we'd know. And One and if you're listening, if you're listening this far, please drop Matthew a tweet. What can we get him to say? Um, oh, not this. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, a, oh. Andrew, as you're the special guest. Okay. We do a thing what was where the, um... we do a thing where oh, we, no, we leave no, like Tom, a little. Tom. At the end of the episode, the show that they've listened to all of it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, because there's <laughs> we'll, still we'll come actually, back to yeah, that, I good point. There's still like ten minutes left, so you're not, you're not, <laughs> yeah. you're not getting off, you're not getting out it. of it yet. People watch it up until halfway through the main event, then call it. I mean, that's, that's... good shout. So, so Andrew, <laughs> we'll leave this with you though. So at the end of okay. the paper, at the end of the podcast, we want you to come up with a word, a phrase that people <laughs> can tweet us to show that they've listened to the end. Okay. So I'll leave it with you. Thank you. So thank you, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not allowed to have it yet because there's still eight minutes left of this pay per view. <laughs> so we don't want them ducking out early. All right, all right. There's no rushing to your car now. <laughs> yeah, beat the traffic, lads. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird that it really felt like a natural ending to The Rock losing the title to Triple H, and then the Undertaker coming in. Felt like a natural end to finally end their mega feud, and this is like, okay, let's, you know what, let's just go back again. Mm. It is definitely time, as good as their feud has been, for something else to happen. But I guess they needed just to get to get towards the summer. But there's and like there's obviously you've got the Undertaker there, you've got Kane there now, but you are still like needing just a couple of other faces at the top to mix it up. Angle's on the way up, but Angle's not ready yet. He will be very soon. Oh, he's he's just he's on uh, the simmer. Yeah, he's he's hit boiling point and now he's simmering. Mm. And uh, the the oven's preheated, so it won't take long. Mm. From there. Food <laughs> Are you getting hungry now? Food analogies almost as delicious as the YouTube analogies we had earlier. <laughs> mm. Algorithms. Mm. The triple jumps best games of 2020 list <laughs> coming soon. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I hope so. I like those lists. We're making the hot tag to Andrew. Mm, every <laughs> every 3DO game released mm. on launch day. <laughs> Yummygame.com. Mm. Oh! <laughs> Give me a list on game.com releases. <laughs> I want to talk about that Sonic game that came out on game.com. Oh. There's YouTube, there's footage of it on YouTube, but it's it, it looks like a, it looks like it looks like a wristwatch. <laughs> is this a real thing? I've never even heard of this before. Oh, don't yeah. worry about it. A game what? A game dot com. A ge- game dot com. It's a game com or game dot com. It was a that handheld was machine that was made ah. by who made who made the game com? It was it was a um, it's like a grayscale black and white screen. It was very basic, but it had high ambitions. Oh, I can see a, this now. And there was a Sonic game that came out for it, and I've never seen footage of it. Sonic Jam. Oh, my God, it's beautiful. Yeah, they said it was Sonic <laughs> Jam, but I mean... 
Sonic more like Sonic peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> more like peanut butter is good. I know, but there is another game called Sonic Jam for the Sega Saturn. I'm like, how dare uh. you call this? Like, the Duke Nukem 3D for Game.com. You're like, no. <laughs> Aha, here we go. Finally, here's the um, not being able to keep the themselves together aspect of this match we're looking forward to. Kane going, no, I want the title. This is the part of every great... I want the title. <laughs> he's just cutting a promo and Tigger comes in and gets the pin behind him. Are we at the part of every great tag match with main eventers in where everybody just hits triangle to do their finisher? <laughs> Nearly. Oh, I love those bits. Square for pose. Triple H. Yeah, buddy. He just flattened him. Oh, my God. (laughs) Nailing everyone. Nailing Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Only I nailed Linda. Only I. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. I hit the wrong man in pants. My brother said... uh Damn it, Kane. I said hit the man in the black trunks. I did. <laughs> the other one. You didn't specify. Oh. <laughs> you weren't specific. Linda, I've fallen onto a spike. <laughs> oh, it's a good paper. <laughs> he has to go to the fire. He has to go to the fireplace convention. That's got to be CDE. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here we go. I remember this. Oh, this is the one thing I remember oh. on the show. They... Wait, that's not supposed to go there, Governor. Where are they going? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. that's so good. <laughs> Hugo Savanovich is shocked because it's not there at Outs Table. Yeah. <laughs> And Shane would go, you know what? I really enjoyed that. I think I'll do that the rest of my career. <laughs> I found my niche. Here we oh, go. The Mac Elbow. The Mac oh. Elbow. I don't think so. Bip. <laughs> Bop. <laughs> Bap. Boop. New champ. He the got rock. him. He got him. <laughs> Undertaker's still fighting. Whoa. Who's throwing stuff in the ring? They're all rushing to beat the traffic. (laughs) Thanks, Mum and Dad. Thanks, Mum and Dad. (laughs) Did they help the rock? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. And as people would point out, people like Power Slam and other companies for years ago, the masterful brain behind Triple H. (laughs) <laughs> Making Vince McMahon take the pin so he didn't have to lose the title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the Machiavellian Triple H. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. And there you go. At this particular moment, The Rock hits a milestone only achieved by two other people. Uh, is that to win the WF title five times? Five times. And that is Ooh. Bret Hart and Hulk Hogan. Hulkity Hogany. I'm a nerd. <laughs> That's why we're here, brother. Hulk Hogan was the third King of the Ring. 95. <laughs> he lost. I thought that was he, Matt Hardy. He beat Matt Hardy. No, he beat Matt Hardy in the final. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry. Oh. I have to get Matt Hardy and Hulk Hogan mixed up. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... He hit him with a game.com. <laughs> <laughs> the referee wasn't looking. It was a bit weird in hindsight because it wasn't announced for another three years. They hit me with what looked like a game.com, then the company that made game.com went, actually, that'd be a great idea. (laughs) (laughs) 
You owe me, you son of a... Blah, 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 Undertaker there going, hoppa, 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 hoppa. The, rock- <laughs> the, the, the Netflix subtitles just says, drives away, sadly. <laughs> the rock on the top right just going, <laughs> <laughs> I love that cat <laughs> It's bloody brilliant, isn't it? Vroom, vroom, pop, pop, Vroom, vroom. Pop, 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 Meow. Vroom, vroom, meow, meow. Woof, woof, meow, meow. And there you go. Rock back on top of the mountain as we close out Kingle of the Ringle. Let's the see it again. Oh, yeah, boom. Nice. Look at that. <laughs> That's a lovely freeze frame of Vince. <laughs> Great freeze frame of Vince there. It's just all puffed out. I mean, it's good, but I mean, Dave Meltzer said the original idea was for Linda to pin Vince to become the new <laughs> champion. So. Why did that not happen? <laughs> I'd have been behind that. And then because he, she kept on getting called a uh, a wet shrew on commentary, she would get the thing and go, I'm not a wet shrew. 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 Oh, forget it. That was just going absolutely nowhere. Bitch. It's stalled. I put the handbrake on, took the keys out of the ignition. That's all, folks. Vince that was King Vince. of the Ring 2000. Wow. That's what I tried to say, Tom, but I messed it up. Did you have it a was lovely... going to be good to begin with, so why don't you lovely... take it away? <laughs> <laughs> Maths it, breaking point. Andrew, <laughs> did you have a lovely time? I did. I Thank you very much for having me. I really did enjoy it. I do like just... I, know, I, I was quite quiet, but I do enjoy listening to the bands from The Boys. You brought some bands of your own. I tried, you know, I tried. I, tr- I tried. You, you held did. your own. You were the Rikishi <laughs> Fatu of this Yes. <laughs> Where so can couldn't people... let you look too good. No, no, no. You know, that's I mean, true. Yeah. You've got you, you have your other things to fall back on. You have so many <laughs> things. Like, um, um, why don't you remind us what else you do here at Cultaholic? Oh, I will. I saw, other than editing the, the videos for Cultaholic, a lot of Tom, you know, a lot of Tom's videos, Sorry which is a delight. Don't, <laughs> don't you be daft. I am. Um, you can also find me on a Monday on Twitch doing the Twitch streams at like uh, 6 p.m. Um, and I usually just playing some old, either old games or something that scares the absolute bejesus out of me. Um, and uh, and and on Triple Jump now as well on Sundays playing some PS5 games. So that, that's Ooh. where you can find me. And we can find you on Twitter at Andrew underscore John with four yes. N's. Oh, I'm so glad you got that in there, Tom, with four <laughs> N's. Because all the other ones had been gone. They're oh. all gone. Taken. That's shocking. That's shocking. <laughs> Matthew, did you have a lovely time? I did. I would not have enjoyed going back in time watching King of the Ring 2000. Uh, this, is ba- this is another chapter in the big book of the year 2000. Not really... A standalone novel by itself so i'm glad i had you guys to be in the background make a noise <laughs> while i watch this or i've been pretty bored i'm not gonna lie well i'm glad that on your birthday you got to watch uh, two men in drag stripping each other <laughs> i feel like you're on your birthday you deserve at least that on that happy note <laughs> <laughs> on that bombshell he is at Matthew Gregg on Twitter. He is at Andrew underscore John on Twitter. I'm <laughs> at Tom Campbell on Twitter. Together, we are at Cultaholic on Twitter. Don't forget to join us. <gasps> That's good. <laughs>
<laughs> I went to do I went to do a thing that's gotta be Kane, but I swallowed my own oxygen. <laughs> that's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be death. Love you, bye. So as I'm editing this podcast, I realized that we actually forgot to get Andrew's word for you to tweet Matthew. So um off the top of my head, um Blamange. Blamange. Text at Matthew Greg. Text. <laughs> I've been in 2000 too long. At Matthew Greg on Twitter. Love you. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 